And the Oscar goes to... episode of two cinema with love i'm jamal here with sir alec hey guys what's up we got john burgundy on the motherfucking boards or whatever yeah 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 hey what's up y'all okay whatever <laughs> <laughs> we got a special one today in the history books when we have about five thousand episodes of this thing done the trivia question is going to be who was the first woman guest on the show Mm-hmm. And so when we're all like rich and famous and we're sitting back and we're old, that's going to be the question. And the answer to that is Gabriella Pena, ladies and gentlemen. So Gabby is a graduate from San Francisco State University with a BA in broadcasting and electronic communication. Congratulations. She's Thank been a you. you're welcome. She's been a, a wardrobe assistant on two music videos directed by Cedric Chrysologo. Made it through that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Including Furious in 2021 by Cass Moon and Sunshine and 2022 by Omni Allen. And she was a production assistant on the music video for Invisible Girl in 2021 by Morgan Reese, directed by Kimber. And she was wardrobe on Going Up 2022, directed by Ya Boy, Alec. Yeah, that's me. And currently pursuing a master's in architecture degree at Sci Arc. That's correct. Yeah, that's correct. All right. Masters, that's dope. Yeah. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Yeah. It's it's a lot of work, but I'm putting it in and it's gonna get done. There you go. How how much longer you got? I have two years. This is my first year. Okay. Exciting. It is. Yeah. Nice. You get to be around a lot of interesting people. Yeah. I was about to say, what exactly is that school all about? Cause that sounds interesting just from the name. Yeah. A lot of people have that question. It stands for Southern California Institute of Architecture and it's an entirely architecture based school. It, you can either do your master's or your bachelor's. And we also have some post-grad programs and I've been told that it's actually an art school disguised as an architecture school hmm. because of all the different types of projects that we do. It's like they have a radical way of teaching. They don't teach traditional architecture. So it's very, it's an interesting school. Yeah. That's dope. To say the least. Mm-hmm. So typically we like to start the show off. We ask each other, you know, what we've been watching lately. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll ask you, what have you, what have you been watching? Honestly, with my tight schedule, I've not been watching too many things, but when I am, you know, just doing some homework and need some background noise, I've been watching Outer Banks. Okay. Mm. I've been watching that too. (laughs) Really? Yeah, I have. Yeah. I I finished it like last week. 
Okay, no spoilers. No, I won't spoil. Oh, you're like on the like, <laughs> like on the first season or something. No, I just finished a season where Ward basically kills himself on the boat. Oh yeah, that was spoiler. Great. <laughs> 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 oh god, I was laughing so hard when that happened. And then you just—it <laughs> was so great. <laughs> I was like, "What?" I was like, "Is he really about to do this?" And he did. He did. But yeah, Adam Banks is a fun coward. show. Coward. <laughs> coward. That's what I meant. <laughs> but yeah, I finished the whole it, show. That's funny. Dope, dope, Alex. So and before that, oh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah, go that, ahead. I was watching. Just Adam Banks. Before that, I was watching The White Lotus. Oh, oh yeah, I like that show too. I need to start that one. Yeah. Start season two. I finished season one. I just needed to start it's on season good. two. Okay. Okay. Alec, what have what you been watching? Like Gabby, I watch Outer Banks. <laughs> 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 and then I also watched the, that 90s show. I've been talking about it mm. in the in our chat, in our text chat that we have going on, me and Jamal and Jonathan. And I've been kind of hiding what I've been thinking about it just to, <laughs> until here. It's like, kind of imagine like that 70s show, but like if it was made by Disney Channel. Mm. That's what it, that's what if this one feels like because it just feels very feels very tame in comparison to the original show because the original show is kind of edgy a little bit for like I don't know like primetime TV I guess but this one just feels like I don't know they have actual teenagers playing the characters this time so it just feels like I'm watching like a decom <laughs> like a Disney Channel original movie or something I've I've never seen yeah. that seventy show yeah yeah. It just looks ass to me. Yeah, right? Like, I don't know. Oh, you guys never seen it? No. Like, I used to watch it. Like, I'm not, like, a big fan. I'm not, I'm not, like, a big fan of it like I was, like, Malcolm Middle or, like, George Mm -hmm. Lopez or anything back in the day. But, yeah, I watched it, like, in and out. But it was okay from what I remember. The original show. (laughs) But I know everybody was just excited to see, like, the old cast come back. And they do that within, like, the first, like, episode. And then okay. they they could, they kind of like appear throughout the rest of the show like sporadically. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we have a we have a scale, Gabby, that okay. kind of that we rate things. So ass, mid, and peak. <laughs> and so all right. So Alex, it's a very unique scale. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's there's more to it, but we'll just leave it at the the basic scale. Yeah. So what would you where where would that ninety show fall? I'll give it a mid. Eh. You got the button for that job. Come on, man. You put the mid. mid. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot which one it was like. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's a very mid show. It's like very serviceable. If you got nothing else to watch, then put that on, I guess. Like it's one of those things. You put it on in the background, you'll be fine. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, maybe. Maybe. What uh, about Outer Banks? What would you rate? Oh, Gabby? that's peak. <laughs> okay. Alex says peak. What would you oh, yeah. rate? That's peak. It's good. But I I also watched the Puss in, the new Puss in Boots movie. And that was really great. I was surprised mm. by how great that was. The animation kind of reminded me of Spider-Verse, but it did, it kind of did its own thing. It felt more like a like mm. fairy tale kind of thing going on that it had. And um, it had a very really realistic portrayal of a panic attack, which hmm. I was surprised by. Puss <laughs> and Boos has in the movie because he encounters a villain. Oh, spoilers! Oh, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil what he actually is. I'm not going to watch it anyway. So. <laughs> but it's a really great one. I recommend that one for sure, just for the animation, and the storytelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where would where would that one fall? I would say that's close to peak. 
Ooh, yeah. damn! damn. Sure. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Alex like them pussy in the boots. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. Jonathan, what are you watching for movies? I've watched Decision Leave, Heat, Megan, Lila, Crocodile, Couples Retreat, and then for shows, I've watched Last of Us, House of Dragons, and Abbott Elementary. Damn, son. I know. I've, I've since the last episode, I've kind of like caught up on a few things because I've had a little bit of time. So, decision to leave because that was the film that Alec had recommended us to watch, and I know we'll get into it a little bit later. Megan, we watched I think like opening weekend because it was like one of those films that my friend is like very into like horror and it was just a lot of hype behind it especially like the marketing and all that like you know people were like Like, making jokes and like you know dancing yeah the the it went went viral like on tiktok (laughs) with that whole like dancing scene and all that so my interest was peaked and but for me i felt like personally even though a lot of people were like raved about it and loved it Hey, we're going to talk about it during a review. Right, yeah, right. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, 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 <laughs> uh, sorry. Sorry, I got a little bit excited there. Lyle Lyle Crocodile, I actually <laughs> enjoyed, I'm not going to lie. The Sean Mendes thing? Yes. Where he's like voicing the crocodile? <laughs> it's, it was interesting. I thought it would be a lot more like dialogue coming from the crocodile, but it's just literally all he does is just sing. So, I don't know. I just is found it, it a musical? It's, I guess, you could kind of call like a musical because it's a lot of singing involved in it. So, yeah, it's like heavily musical. Hmm. And then Couples Retreat is just like a very old. Yeah, I like, like Couples Retreat. It was interesting. I haven't seen it before. It was just on really? Hulu. And I was, yeah, I was, I was like, okay. That's, that's funny because my, my parents went to a comedy show last night. It was a phase on Love's comedy show. You know, the big black guy. Yeah, 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 uh-huh, yeah he's, they went to a comedy show last night in Pleasanton, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's funny that you watched that, too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. He's, he's secretly just your dad. And <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> don't be my daddy, John. <laughs> Wait, what did you watch, Jamal? I watched The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, do you? Mm-hmm. That's a great show. That shit is so good. I put on Hoops. It's on Netflix. It's like a cartoon mm-hmm. show. That shit is wild. It's like mature and they're just they're just talking about some crazy shit. It's like this coach. It's it's not good. But it's, but it's just it's just it's just it's just entertaining. Is it like is it like big mouth kind of? A little oh, bit, yeah. Lord. Like, that show's pretty terrible. Like I was just on my phone and I just heard like some wild shit and I was like, what is going on? It's called hoops. Yeah, I think it's okay. called hoops. What else have I watched? Decision to leave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like I watched something else, but yeah, that's pretty much been about it. Nothing, nothing too, nothing too crazy. Yeah, I just y'all need to watch Outer Banks, like me and Gabby. We're yeah, the only cool ones on here. We got, we got. I mean, with that up. recommendation, we can't pass up on that. Right? <laughs> yeah. Wait, what'd you say? I said with that yeah, recommendation, you to, can't you pass up on it. Yeah. Yeah. You have to get on it. Yeah. Yeah. So Alec. Yeah. On this day, what what happened, sir? What are we looking at? Oh, yeah. So on this day in film history, January 22nd, 15 years ago, we're going to 15 years ago, Heath Ledger passed away. Mm. So, yeah, we know Heath Ledger from films such as like Brokeback Mountain and Dark Knight. Dark Knight, yeah, for sure. Played the Joker. And uh, what's that movie called? 10 Things I Hate About You? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He was in that too. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, and he's, he was an amazing actor, obviously. 
He's like, yeah, I've done so many iconic parts, but you know, he'll always going to be remembered for playing the Joker. So I was wondering, what are your guys' favorite films from him? You have any particular one that you like? Gabby? Besides Dark Knight, I should probably say. Because yeah. I'm probably gonna say oh, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Uh, wait. I can't, we can't say Dark Knight? I mean, that's what, that's one that everybody's going to say. <laughs> well, let me hop on fucking Google. <laughs> but yeah, you're going to say Gabby? Yeah, go ahead, Gabby. I haven't seen too many of his films, but I love a rom-com and 10 Things I Hate About You is really good. Mm-hmm. And he does such a good job at, at playing that character. Like, kid you not. I'm pretty sure any girl who watches that is going to be fawning over him. So he did his job. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just started watching Brokeback Mountain and, and I haven't finished it yet, but it's it's off to a good start. And I think he just does really well at diving into his characters. Mm. And obviously, you know, in the Dark Knight as the Joker, mm-hmm. iconic performance. And it's sad. It's just sad what happened after after that. Oh, no. Yeah, but, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, I agree. It's like. He could have had so many other great roles, too, after that. Mm-hmm. Kind of sad that he's like, yeah, mm-hmm. no, I'm no longer with us. Well, I'm I'm going to I'm going to still say The Dark Knight. That's <laughs> that's easily one of one of my favorite movies. Probably my favorite. Just because, like Gabby said, his performance as the Joker was just mind blowing. Like and that's like the last that we got from him. And he, I mean, if you're going to go out and I, I, you don't want to go out, but to go out with that performance is like, that shit's going to live on forever. Mm-hmm. And it's so crazy. Cause like I was out, I think yesterday or something. And I saw like some guy had like the Joker tattoo yeah. and I'm like, that's how, you know, you've, you've left like a, a fucking Mark. Mm-hmm. Like if people are tattooing like a character that you fucking brought to life. That shit is crazy. Yeah, so, for sure. But uh, yeah, I like Brokeback Mountain too. I love Jake. So, and Heath was great in that too. Yeah. For me, I would also say Dark Knight Joker only because I haven't seen any of his other work. That was like the first time I've seen him act in anything, me personally. So I definitely want to check out 10 Things I Hate About You and Brokeback Mountain. I think they're on Hulu, so I'll check them out as well. Yeah, I would probably say Brokeback Mountain is my favorite mm-hmm. from him. That's like, that's, I'd probably say that one's like a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. It's really well done. And like he, like Gabby said, he really mm-hmm. delves into his character. Like he felt like a legit cowboy because I think he's like Australian. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like yeah. he, he legit yeah. felt like an American like cowboy. <laughs> everything from his like mannerisms to like his voice mm-hmm. and everything. He was perfect. And he just looked like a, like a cowboy too. Like he exactly. can wear some fucking cowboy boots. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was cool, like him and Jake Gyllenhaal, <laughs> him and Jake Gyllenhaal were like doing like the press tours and stuff, you know, like being at the Golden Globes and stuff, like announcing it. And they wanted them to do jokes about uh, gay people, mm-hmm. but they refused to do that because they didn't want to like promote any kind of homophobia and like wow. doing that. So I thought that was cool of them to like do that. Yeah. And then another movie he did called The Patriot with Mel Gibson. Yeah. And he played the son. He played. I think he played Mel Gibson's son in that movie. He was really good in that too. That was like probably one of the earlier ones I saw from him before the dark Knight, Cause like, it took me a long time to like, come like realize that the person I'm seeing in, in the dark Knight was him. Mm-hmm. Cause he looks so and acts completely right. different. Right. So yeah. So, so it's just crazy to see him in other parts of me like, Oh shit, that's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's like, those are probably like my two favorites from him for sure. He was in, he was in monster ball too. 
Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, him and Halle Berry. But yeah, yeah, we miss him a lot for sure. Wish he was still here to make many more great movies. That is true. But yeah, but uh, yeah. So now we can get into all about Gabby. Hmm. So, what inspired you to get into <laughs> film? Yippee! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yippee! <laughs> what is what inspired you to get into filmmaking? For me, it was world building. Just the fact that people could create worlds out of something something written on a piece of paper and make it come to life by utilizing all these different types of art forms. Like you have photography, you got film, you got... In some ways, I mean, it's also art. So just the culmination of all of those things is what really interested me. And I started off actually wanting to do like set design and then I like shifted gears and I'm actually back to wanting to do that again. So mm-hmm. I guess just the visuals and how beautiful things look on screen is what really got me. Nice. Yeah. That could, I remember when I, when I contacted you for going up, well, because well, first of all, I knew you from a friend of a friend cause we were going to do a project together that didn't like take off. Mm-hmm. But and then when I was getting going up ready, I was like, I need like a mm-hmm. costume designer and I was like, you know, and like, and I remember like Gabby's very fashionable and she's very good with costumes. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna ask her to do it. And then when I asked you about it, you're like, well, well, I could definitely do it, but even though like wardrobe design is not my field, I'm more interested in like directing and and things like that. So like then to see you like actually like, you know, mm-hmm. doing the wardrobe design, you were like truly amazing at it. So it was like so. Thank would you, you yeah no problem would you say you enjoy directing more or wardrobe design at this point i would have to go i haven't done directing so i can't really say mm-hmm. that you know i don't have the experience from that side of it i only have the experience from receiving it receiving what directors create and make mm-hmm. um so in terms of that yes i i prefer the director's work but from my personal work, I do like doing wardrobe because that also has, you know, you, you create a, you help bring the character to life. You have to learn the character. You have to study the character and you have to create the look that is fitting to who they are in that specific time in the film and whatnot. So either, or honestly, I just, the entirety of it just is is what gets me every single time. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Everything together what's like the like when you know you're going to be doing wardrobe for a film right like how do you kind of start to piece together the look right so first i always obviously ask for the script and i read it through one time and then i read it again and then i start annotating like little details about what they look like details about what they're going through in specific points of the story and then i use i bring in like color theory and like how their mood is and all of these different things into it just so I can create the picture for myself. And then I create a mood board and then, you know, it's a process of talking to the actors and seeing how they interpret the character as well. And then bringing all of our ideas or all of our ideas together and then creating the final look. It's a lot of trial and error at the beginning, trying to figure out what works and what doesn't. And then you have to go through like an elimination process of like, this is good. This, this is not. And, and so it's really very 
step by step by step by step. Hmm. Kind of like everything in film. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I can't it's, imagine it's doing, interesting because doing that job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm really. Not, I'm not I'm not the most fashionable person or have like that uh, that mindset for like, <laughs> oh, this would look I, I imagine yeah. like, oh, this would look cool on you. I don't know what it would look cool on me. <laughs> that kind yeah. of thing, yeah. <laughs> that is true. That is true. You also have to, you know, keep in mind a person's body type, you know, certain things don't mm-hmm. look good or whatnot, but when you're playing a character, you have to think of these things and like do adjustments if necessary and all that. So exactly, yeah, yeah. And then I also bring into bring into it like any styling ideas that I've learned along the way from styling myself, like silhouettes and shapes and things like that as well. Yeah, I was gonna ask like if you if you take inspiration from yourself <clears throat> and you kind of inject it a little bit into the characters. I do. I, I there's specific things that I like throw in there, like jewelry you know like i like accessorizing to little things like that i'm also very detail oriented with myself so i like to add like little things that will speak about the character like you know a necklace that has an initial on it or like a a ring that signifies something or or little details like that as well so i do draw inspiration from myself a lot of the time do you have like a so you know how like Spike Lee has his his signature shot? Do you have something where mm. like when we see it like years from now, oh that's Gabby. You know what I mean? Something that you'll try to sneak into every single film? Not yet, but I will get there. Okay. Right. <laughs> okay yeah. That's I think that's something that I will get there eventually because where I'm at right now, you know, kind of taking a little detour to get to where I want to be. So hey, be on the lookout. Yeah. The trip, eventually. the trip will <laughs> reach its final destination. All right. That's all that matters. Be on the lookout for that Gabby Easter egg. Yeah. yeah there you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's going to be cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what kind of projects do you like working on or like which, what's something that you haven't worked on that you would, that you would like to mm-hmm. do? I worked on, I would like to honestly work on a full length film, like a feature film. I've done short films and music videos, but I really want to see what that experience is like being on an actual, like a, a full length feature film. I imagine, you know, the sets are much bigger. The crew is bigger and it's just a bigger production overall. So the environment seems different to me. And I really want to experience that and see what it's like as a PA or anything, really. <laughs> just, yeah, just to get on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So have you, have you, and you guys can jump in too. I mean, I don't want to just seem like me and oh, no, just talking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but do you have like, so do you have interest in like writing and directing or just directing and wardrobe? I've dipped my hat, my toe in a little bit of everything. I've written some things. They're in the, they're like in my phone. They've never seen the light of day. (laughs) (laughs) I've, they're, they're probably going to stay there, but I think directing is like ultimately the main thing that I like because you have more control over like where it goes Mm -hmm. and I think that's what I like to do just in general as a person. I have ideas and I would like to get those ideas out and, you know, have a team that can help me bring that to life. I like that. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. 
I think would be interesting and like, you know, maybe later on when you do direct and all that, you can let us know again, you know, we'll bring you back on and see this theory of, I know that there's a lot of actors who become directors as well later on. And in my head, like previous episodes, I've said that I think that would, that's kind of like a cool method or, or thing that they can use in their directing of like, oh, I've acted before. I know what I like to hear from actors, what helps me. And they kind of like use that to their advantage when they're directing like you know oh you know i i used to act too you know i guess they can like work a little bit better with actors so with you i'm assuming like you know you'll be able to like kind of like you already can see what you want in like the costumes and like like you said the color schemes how you want the story to progress i think it'll be easier or maybe it might be a challenge i don't know that's how i was was saying you know what do you think it can help you with like when you go directing working easier with the what is it called the uh, transition easier transition yeah easier transition to work with the art department and all that the specifically the costume people and Mm -hmm. all that in general not just with myself but like with anybody you take your background and what you've done throughout the years you apply it to whatever you're doing in a present moment so everything that i've done prior to when we when i get to that point will definitely have an effect on how I interact with with the film and the production itself. So yeah, I think definitely, especially because I'm doing architecture right now, I'm focusing or trying to focus on design, interior design. So mm-hmm. the art department would be like where I would have more insight and such. So right. yeah, for sure. I That's a good thing to think about. Yeah. I didn't think of it, but thank you for bringing, it, bringing that point up. Yeah, I mean, I, I always thought of that as well and love seeing how, I guess, that like art department really like does their job really well. Have you seen Queen's Gambit by any chance on Netflix? Queen's Gambit? I have. <laughs> so one it's thing so I found, in, the one thing I found interesting <laughs> that there was like a behind the scenes was the makeup and hair people, how they said their functionality with Anya Taylor's Joy's character uh, hair they kind of like every as she grew up they kind of changed the hairstyle it was very like subtle but told the point across really well of, like trying to make her look young in some scenes and some stuff and then when she like grew older they changed her hairstyle to make her look more adult and all that and i was just like wow i never really thought about it as like a viewer but you know you know there's that's like if you're doing your job well you don't really notice it you know or it doesn't stand out you know what i mean and right. so yeah right. and so like that's just like opens the whole world of like wow like you know like you said it yourself in film it's beautiful because it's all these different people's creativity creativityness coming together and just like making one single project come to life you know and and everybody's exactly. inputs you can see and like if they do it well you don't really like i mean i guess you could notice it but like you know it, it serves the purpose of telling that story i need to watch that i haven't seen that behind the scenes thing i think i was on like on youtube it was like <laughs> one of those things i don't know i, I don't remember i think i just sat on like youtube and i was like oh, i think i think it might be on netflix or yeah, yeah there's a behind the scenes yeah, yeah. Oh, okay yeah yeah but so yeah all right all right you've been working on a music videos i've noticed a, a lot what's like the difference between working on a sh- like say like a short film and a music video because even though they're both you know like involve filmmaking and all that but instead of like creating a character you're like designing an artist like a musical artist in the video so what's mm. what would is there a different approach to that than say like creating a character that's a good question i think with with music videos it's more so well because music videos it's a song 
written by an artist and it could for some it's like a character but for others it's really just themselves expressing past moments or future or, or present moments in their life so you have to take more into consideration the person and who they are in that song because every song is different right mm -hmm. and i feel like in my perspective a singer or an artist can portray themselves differently in through through whichever song so you really have to take what they're saying in the song into consideration what the song's about and then kind of combine that with who the artist is and who the artist is trying to be in this specific song so it's a little bit different because you're not creating it out of nothing you're creating it based on like who this person is and what they are trying to show the world you know and if it's a i think if it's a narrative because i've done i haven't done wardrobe for a narrative music video but one of them that i did was um the artist wasn't even part of the the music video it was just his his voice right mm -hmm. and there was a bunch of kids as actors so for that i'd imagine you you all these are characters so in that sense if it's a narrative it's more like a short film mm. or a film you know where you're creating these characters but if the artist is actually in the music video it's a little bit different hmm. okay yeah that's that's very interesting yeah. So we, we had the pleasure of working with you on uh, going up. What was, what was that like? You know, what was, what was being on set? Like you got any favorite moments, any funny moments, any like, what the fuck moments? <laughs> Hell yeah. Gabby, talk your shit. Talk shit. Talk shit. <laughs> 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 Alec, look away. <laughs> I know. <laughs> No, no, no shots at anybody. I think mm -hmm. it was a really good crew. The experience overall was great. I think we seeing everybody do what they love to do and be so involved and so committed to it is what made it the, a really good experience. I have to say one of my favorite moments was being at that barn with all those animals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was like... <laughs> good energy mm -hmm. uh, yeah it's just being around all like the environment that everyone created was really welcoming and nice and i also like the moments in between takes where we kind of all like took a deep like a breather you know and and those are the times where we got to know each other as people and not just as like oh we're co-workers in a sense you know yeah. mm -hmm. so I, I really enjoyed it. I think it was one of the best onset experiences I've had. And I'm not just saying that because you're here. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I'm glad I'm glad to hear that. That's always what I want to hear when people <laughs> kiss me. Kiss my ass. <laughs> when people are my I want to at least have a decent time. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right once once he leaves once he yeah. leaves the room you can you can just shit on him <laughs> uh, but but yeah i always oh, felt always had. yeah i always felt like a like a dick coming over to you guys and being like oh we gotta get back to set stop having fun <laughs> stop stop holding the stop holding that sword ray i'll tell ray stop holding the sword and get, back, get that back down from the horse <laughs> oh I don't, have, I don't have insurance for this i don't have insurance <laughs> 
<laughs> but no, nah, I like. Uh, if you uh, fall, it's not on me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, I thought it was cool. You guys were having fun with the animals and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you felt like a proud yeah. papa. I felt like a proud papa watching, <laughs> like, <"You're> <laughs> watching, watching this team of assembled have fun with, each with other. the animals. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, like I'm sure you guys like learned a lot from each other from all that downtime and stuff between shots and everything. Yeah, we did. I got to, you know, like Natalia, I got to understand what she does on a day to day, which is really interesting. Mm -hmm. Right. Even like just everybody, everybody had an interesting story, something interesting about their life. And like, like Tyson, he's in Australia, like, Mm. or like, it's, it's, it's crazy, you know, seeing everybody be this type of way in real life and then seeing them get into character is like, it's cool. And in a way, like even even you, the director, you also got, you know, have to get in character. You know, you have to be in the mindset of, OK, I'm directing this. I got to do this, 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 you know. So, so it's really interesting to see how people teared back and forth from from that. Exactly. Yeah. How, how would you on the scale of ass mid to peak <laughs> rate Alex directing skills? I'd say peak. Oh wow! Oh, I was okay. getting that mid. I was getting that mid, but yeah, yeah, I was getting, I was getting, <laughs> of course, Jonathan would be praying, praying on my downfall. I was just playing. I was he was like playing. slowly creeping to the button. Mid. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I appreciate that. <laughs> yes, of course. No, it was it was a good experience. You were really. I was like, okay, Cedric. I was like, do you, I was like, do your thing. <laughs> Sorry. I was like, okay, Alec, do your thing. Thinking of Cedric, but no. Is Cedric black? Is Cedric the best? Yeah, no. Cedric yeah. the better filmmaker. Uh, Alec had his little. <laughs> no, I'm just working with him more. <laughs> she Alec said you fucking little... talk. He had his like phone on one of. <laughs> he had his phone on on like this this thing. Remember, my, my, like yeah, my heart is this. On your neck, yeah, my heart is. Yeah, I was like, yes. <laughs> but that 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 thing became that thing, my. I was like, that thing is coming. It came in handy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like you that thing became my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At first, I was like, "This is stupid. I don't want to put this around my neck." But I was like, "Oh, this is amazing." It does, <laughs> it does like a little like it looked goofy. It was. Goofy. Look like some Dollar Tree shit. <laughs> and I'm like, I was like, "Oh wait, this is great." <laughs> look like some Daiso stuff. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Look like it's something from Daiso. I don't know where Josh got it. But uh, yeah, it was a great thing to have. He like spent all night making it, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but I also thought it was so cool. You brought like all this stuff for the costumes, like wire, like I don't know, like the hangers, the, the hangers, like, rolling yeah, hangers, hangers, yeah, yeah. rolling hangers, and all these bags and stuff. I was like, wow, this is the most professional, like, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. most professional wardrobe design mm-hmm. I've had on, on like any of my movies so far. Because usually just, they just bring a bag or whatever and put yeah. on, put on the ground. It's like okay, we're called a day. <laughs> That, but that is like the most professional thing. Yeah, their own little section. That was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's how I. That's how I approach like everything I do. I'm like, I gotta be prepared. It has to look presentable, like because presentation is big, you know. And I'm just yeah. like, I gotta. I have a nice setup. Make sure that it's easy for me to take these things down, put them back up, and like label everything so that I know what is what. So. I'm I'm glad you appreciated that, and it made the job 
a lot easier by the way so oh no yeah mm-hmm. you can definitely tell it did tell yeah because i i know when yeah. i when bring i had, a, bring a roll in your act because <laughs> <laughs> i know like when i had showed up and saw everything because i missed i think the first two or three days yeah like around there and then and then i saw like gabby had the fucking mm-hmm. the rack like she had her station. Alex got everything. I'm like, man, this is this is legit. Mm-hmm. A real movie. And I was like, whoa, Hollywood, what's up? Yeah, <laughs> so I, I was, it was it was fun though, man. It was definitely fun. And I was gonna say for the audience listening, there is gonna be a behind the scenes like documentary coming also, yeah. so you'll be able to see everything we're talking about, all those fun moments, and especially that like section for the wardrobe that you know Gabby set up. I remember Ali was like, "Okay, everybody, we gotta go to the next scene. Go to Gabby. <laughs> go to Gabby. Go to, <laughs> go to, go to Gabby real go quick. Yeah, make sure you get fitted." <laughs> <laughs> you get to see the horse, my my friend. Yeah, yeah. My friend's dad, my man Javier, <laughs> with his horse that danced for everybody. Oh yeah, remember that? We had food and entertainment. Yeah, exactly. I like had oh it my all. God. <laughs> that was great. Javier is just such a cool really? name too. Oh, Javier. <laughs> I don't know. It's boy. Just, a, just a cool name. <laughs> But yeah, do you have any other favorite moments on set? Yeah, I, I, you guys asked me to be an extra. Oh yeah, that <laughs> was an experience for sure. I was like, "What am I doing?" I was like, "I'm gonna do it, whatever." Like that was fun. Yeah, being like- in a being placed in a in another position was was i think it was a good experience for me and it kind of made me like dive into that a little bit mm-hmm. so that that was cool yeah i for- think also our like our team our team lunchtime mm-hmm. <laughs> bring like the big ass chipotle box <laughs> <laughs> that was also fun just like <laughs> sitting around together <laughs> right yeah yeah for those who don't know, Jonathan, <laughs> but Gabby, not just the wardrobe designer, she was also in the movie. You'll be, you'll see her for sure. <laughs> don't worry, you weren't cut. <laughs> was, was I cut? Were you? Okay. Uh, I think you were. Oh, yeah. son uh, of a bitch. <laughs> no, I you were. You were. You're good. No, you're in, you're in the movie. Yeah. It's, all right. it's okay. No, yeah, you're you're in the movie still. But yeah, Gabby, she plays a, a, a like a bank clerk, hmm. and she gets yelled at by our <laughs> our yeah. bank robbers, specifically by Ray. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was fun to do. That was a fun scene to do. And but yeah. What, do you have any moments that weren't so fun on set? <laughs> Not really. No. Okay. It rained one of the days that we were on the barn, uh, yeah, and we yeah. had to like hide inside one of the little barns for a bit. <laughs> nobody it got a little messy. Nobody was annoying or anything. Nobody was yeah. annoying. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're stirring the pot right now. Oh, <laughs> hey. You know, Jamal just wants the truth. We just we, we got to get some content. <laughs> come on, come on. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, I remember that day. It was like raining nah. for about like nah. twenty minutes. Oh, 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 oh. Although he was about to say something. Shit. <laughs> 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 yeah, you you already started, so. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, mm-hmm. nobody, nobody, nobody was annoying. I promise you that. <laughs> Dang it. Nobody Dang was annoying. It. <laughs> Not that I can. Not that I can. She's like, uh, come back to let's come back to this question in like yeah. a month. <laughs> ah. But yeah, I remember it was like raining for like maybe like thirty minutes when we got there, and then but then it stops thankfully. Yeah, it was fucking pouring. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh god, this is a big day too. I was like, oh no, it was one of the busiest days, the, right? Yeah, the yeah. rain was hiding your tears. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, but yeah, that was like. I was like, but then it got it got all fine. So I was like, okay, cool. We'll be good for the rest of the day. It was sunny yeah. mm-hmm. for the rest of the day. It was nice. Really nice. Really nice both days, I think. Wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. Oh, no, you were there. I was there yeah. both days. It was just the bank scene and the one before. The oh, yeah. Bench. Jonathan went to San Diego instead of helping mm-hmm. me film. Hey. <laughs> okay, hold <laughs> on, Gabby. He knew the dates. <laughs> Alec has to tell that story. Uh-oh. So when we go to do the bank scene. <laughs> right we go to do the bank scene and jonathan's not here alec yeah jonathan's not here and then he tells me that he won't be able to make it then i'm like then, I'm, then i just give him shit for it <laughs> like jokingly but you when did you when did you tell him about this <laughs> i told him about this like like the dates or yeah yeah i told him like 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 months like a month ahead at least at most <laughs> And then, then he's like, oh, I have a like a friend's wedding or whatever, like bachelor party to go to in San Diego. I forgot about. So I'm like, you son of a bitch. And then, so, then, so then I'm like, so then I'm like, okay, I'm going to pretend to be mad as hell. And then like, <laughs> I'm just making Jonathan feel terrible. And then, I'm, then, then, then he sends me a long text being like, Alec, I'm so sorry. He was like, what did you send me? Like a hundred dollars? <laughs> production I was like okay send me the money you bastard and he venmoed me I was like oh thank you and I told him like, I wasn't actually mad so I was like I didn't expect him to give me money get, get, the, get the crew you know something good to eat while I'm gone I was like I was tempted to use it on a PS5 when I didn't have one when I didn't have one at the time but but nah oh but nah I used it on, on the on the food <clears throat> the set and everything so yeah thank you jonathan for your contribution (laughs) for not coming and sending money (laughs) exactly (laughs) but i actually wanted to get in because on instagram you have another page that's dedicated i believe it's called multi-disciplinary art Mm. i think did i pronounce it yeah (laughs) like yeah disciplinary art so i consider myself myself like a visual artist mm-hmm. but multidisciplinary when you take practices and like different you approach your work in different ways so let's say i'm working on like something photography related or drawing mm-hmm. uh, i approach it not just from the perspective of an artist or photographer i take as i've done or practices i've acquired from other disciplines and use it to create my final piece or whatever I'm making. So it's just a different approach to art or making things. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. It looks really cool. What's oh, the What's good. the name of this page? Thank you. Oh, I changed it. Now it's Riella. So it's like, it's not even like a crazy story. It's just part of my name. The last part of my name. Right. So that would be like 
you know, my, my brand name per se, (laughs) my professional name with anything that I like, you know, make. So it's R I dot E L L A. Go follow people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what to do. (laughs) But do you also, do you have any opinion on it? Because I noticed like there's been a trend lately in the last couple of months about AI art. Oh, oh, that's a good question. Yeah. yeah. But the, everybody's just like, you mm. need like these engines to like create, they can just type in a word, like say like, I don't know, like, I don't know, Avengers Seinfeld. And then like, they, <laughs> who the fuck? <laughs> like they're different things like that. But like, they'll be like Avengers and Seinfeld. And then like, they just have, <laughs> the AI like, just like create Jerry Seinfeld as Captain America or like <laughs> George's <laughs> Iron Man, just stuff like that, weird stuff like that. And I've seen a lot of criticism for it. And then some people just being like, oh, this is cool. Like, what do you think about the whole thing? It's an interesting question because um, where I'm at now at my school, we're very big on AI. And a lot of people actually use MidJourney to create like architecture, architectural buildings and like architectural art and things like that. So the conversation that I'm hearing online is interesting compared to the one that I'm hearing in school, in class, a lot of the time. My understanding from the artistic side is that they don't appreciate it because they feel like these systems are being trained using their art that they haven't approved of. You know, like they haven't said, oh yeah, go ahead, use my art to train these AI to create your art. But from the designer perspective, it's more so that their understanding is that the AI with art that has been posted online so therefore since you post it online it's you know it's up for grabs per se and mid-journey doesn't replicate it it just takes it as inspiration Mm -hmm. and creates whatever you have typed out so i think that artists can actually utilize it and it can be a really great tool for them but right now i think they have a lot of skepticism and they're just more so like not wanting to get involved, but the things that you can create are very interesting. As for if it's art or not, I don't really know the answer to that because art is very subjective. So it's really up to whoever's making it or to whoever's viewing it. But some pretty interesting things come up. I think in the end, people are going to want to start using AI like MidJourney to create things because in a way you kind of are making it you're typing out very specific details you can go very into it like oh this specific lighting at this time of day oh with this color grade and you know things like that so you're directing it to make something that comes from your brain i think it's cool i think it's a i think they need to talk about it a bit more no yeah it's really interesting i don't see yeah I, i don't think it's like extremely harmful or anything i think right yeah sorry i think i think it's art because like you said, like you still have to, you have to think of that idea and yeah, AI is creating it, but it wouldn't create it if you didn't think of it. Right. But I, I'm looking at your earring design. I think you made it uh, last year. Yeah. And that's pretty dope. Is that, that's AI? Yeah, I made it last year. No, it's not. Okay. That one was is sculpted, that one's sculpted using 3D software. Mm, yeah that's insane yeah, using, a, uh, using a yeah using a sculpting software called zbrush yeah i've heard of it yeah. so mm-hmm. the idea came from like a, a tattoo design onto a head and then you extrude it 
and you can like add things and change things and then you add material to it and stuff. But yeah, that's not AI. That's it's, it's, it's dope though. Like it's kind of like sculpting. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. It's kind of like sculpting, but digitally. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like something out of Dune. (laughs) 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 I like like it. It looks cool. Yeah. It's very, it's like an appendage appendage at that point. It's not yeah. even, it kind of looks like a breathing apparatus too, because of the nose piece. Mm-hmm. Exactly, um, yeah. I was inspired a little by Dune. <laughs> okay. How, how long did that take to, to make? A week. That's not bad. It'd probably take me yeah. like a year. Yeah, I was say, it'd take me a year. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm not, I'm not great uh, with that kind of stuff. It's interesting. Cause yeah, it's, that's what I thought too, but you kind of, well, they kind of taught us very quickly, actually, not even like the rundown of the software, just like this, does this, 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 do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what helped me is the fact that I had a really clear idea of what I wanted to do and it helped, it guided me throughout the process. So hmm. it was easier for me to get it all squared away. It went through like three different softwares to get to the final point. So I use ZBrush, then I use Cinema 4D, which is like a rendering software. Mm-hmm. And then I use Photoshop to like fix things. Yeah. That's gotta be like super taxing on your computer though, right? Yes, <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. Everyone at my school, like designers need to have a PC, like one of those gaming PCs mm-hmm. with like a graphics card that's super, super powerful. If not, then like, yeah. Your shit will crash. <laughs> like a 30, mm. 30, yeah. 90. Yeah. yeah. 30, 90. That's what most people have. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 40 is about to come out, Two. I think. So a lot of people are trying to get on that. What's, what's your, what's your system yeah. looking like? I am slacking on getting mine. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, they are expensive. <laughs> they're expensive. My first, so all of that that you see on my, like on my art page, I use just my Mac. My Mac can handle only ZBrush and Cinema 4D. I, thankfully, I was able to do it, but I do need to upgrade. But I, the upgrade that I am getting, I am going to get a 3090. Okay. Mm. So that's all I could tell you right now. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be set with that. What's your, what's your favorite, what's your favorite movie yeah. or, or show that you, you know, that you just go back to? When you're having a bad day and you just mm. want to watch something. Twin Peaks, David Lynch. Ooh, what's a favorite of mine? I've never seen it. Yeah. Of course you have no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I know. He had, he had no reaction. No. <laughs> It's like Twin Peaks. <laughs> we actually uh, talked about that uh, a little bit on set. David Lynch <laughs> is like one of my... Yeah. What? <laughs> but yeah, David Lynch, one of my favorite filmmakers for sure. And Twin Peaks, one of my favorite shows. And I've been meaning to rewatch Twin Peaks, actually. Have you, but have you seen Peak Twins, though? I have. <laughs> yeah, <same. laughs> Peak Twins. But so, do you have any favorite, like any specific favorite costume designs and movies that you kind of like go back to? like take inspiration from i think one of the most iconic films is the fifth element mm-hmm. i think the designer was i think the designer was jean paul gaultier i think 
Please don't quote me on that. I could be wrong. We'll, we'll fact check. <laughs> fact check. It's really, really good. Fact check. It's really, it's really good because he, you know, they create it. It's based on like these alien-like creatures in this really interesting world. So the costumes they came up with that were very fitting for for the film. Right. Um, yeah. I remember well, the uh, the blue lady. I think, uh, yeah. My mm-hmm. God, the opera singer. Yeah, that yeah. was insane. You you are correct, by the and way. And then Black Pit. Yeah. Yes, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had the another one is Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Okay. Costume design. Have you have you seen the Have you seen the second one? No, I haven't. Not yet. No spoilers, please. Well, so this is what happened here. (laughs) (laughs) So you see. (laughs) But now the costume design in that one was really good, too. Especially of the uh, the Talokans, the Namors people. That's a spoiler. They look cool. (laughs) (laughs) Saying that the costume designs of the the characters look cool. Yeah, that's a surprise, man. (laughs) (laughs) See, now now you're making her upset. (laughs) But uh, no, they look cool, too. I I enjoyed, I'll just say I enjoyed the second one more than the first one. Mm. Without spoiling it. Yeah. With no context. The spoiler said the movie's good. (laughs) 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 Spoiler, there's black people in it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, one extra question. Oh, yeah. Do you have any, because, you know, we talked about the good moments on set, but do you have any bad experiences on set that are not my movie? <laughs> other, other sets that you've been on. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, I've, all the sets I've been on have been a really good experience with really good people. Mm-hmm. The only thing I can think of is for the Kaz Moon video, it was an overnight shoot. Mm. So it was cold. It was on Angel Island. No, not on Treasure Island. Oh, wow. It was cold and it was late. We ended at like 7 a.m. That's the only thing. (laughs) It was very windy out there. It was worth it. It came out really nice. So. I had to check yeah. that one out so I can see your hard work out there yeah. in the cold. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was assistant. I did not choose the outfits, but I uh, helped them get dressed and, you know, little details and stuff. I like how she had yeah. to clear that up real quick. She's like, don't come at me with yeah. the house. <laughs> yes. Like I didn't no, make these good. choices. Right. You also have an interest in photography, because I know I saw you with the with the more vintage camera on set. Mm. Everything taking some photos. Mm-hmm. But do you do you have any interest in making like a film that's just all like still photography? I saw that one film that you that you mentioned. Oh, yeah, I think it's really interesting. I never thought about, yeah, I never thought about making a film at just photography, but I think it creates a different narrative. And having the voice over it is very interesting as well. I would be honestly interested in doing something like that mm-hmm. uh, to kind of experiment with what, what the outcome could be, how the shots look, how lighting can come into play in that sense, you know, because it's just it's just photographs. 
it's interesting. It, it makes me think of like stop motion as well, because stop motion is like just a bunch of photos clipped together to make like the movement. But right. in this other film, it's more so just like actual photos that are like held for a good couple of seconds. And then like it cuts to another one and like it cuts to another one. So it's interesting the 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 things that they were able to do with that. Like I remember this one specific scene where she's laying on the bed and it's it's like quick stills of her slightly moving her face and her arm. And at one point it actually starts to look a little like stop motion. It looks like it's like she's actually moving and not just photos. So mm-hmm. I think it's the outcome is beautiful. I would be down to do that, honestly. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be really interesting experiment to let the creative mm-hmm. juices flow with that. Cause I like, I don't know, I kind of want to delve more into experimental filmmaking. Do like, I don't know, just do like yeah, off, do it. off the wall shit. <laughs> it's like, not everybody has do to it like it. Do it and call me when you do. Oh, I will yeah. be there. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I was like, I was like, not everybody has to like it, but as long as we like it, it's fine. <laughs> that kind of thing. I don't like it. <laughs> no, nah, oh, you're not invited. <laughs> <laughs> what what are your goals and aspirations? Like either with the architecture or filmmaking or just life in general, you know? Big question. I would like to do anything design related that has to do with creating an experience for people whether it be like world building, set design, stage design, installation art, interior design for stores, thing that just involves making things and having people interact with them. Okay. That's dope. That's, mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your, what's your favorite color? <laughs> it changes, you know, it's never consistent. I think right now it's like a fuchsia. Oh, is that like a yeah. almost greenish bluish? I, I don't. I'm not familiar with. Oh gosh, you shy. I yeah. I'm not no. simpleton. Orange. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like orange? I'm glad you asked though. I I'm, I'm just, glad you for asked. those that don't know. A lot like of people me. don't know what fuchsia is. It's like a it's like a hot pink, but like oh. with orange and red undertones. <clears throat> it's not like yeah. a like a highlighty pink. Yeah, it's. Just t- Google it. Google it and you'll see. <laughs> Google. He's, he's going to show up in the, on our next pod just all fuchsia out. <laughs> she was right, guys. All it's all about fuchsia. I got my fuchsia Yeezys. <laughs> but uh, should we move on to the rapid fire questions? Yeah. yeah how, how, ready. how much time we got with you, Gabby? I don't know. Like. It's 117 right now. Like one. 30 so like 13 minutes okay that's fine perfect Perfect. yeah so what we're gonna do now (laughs) is rapid fire questions okay i'm sure you i'm sure you know how that works so we're just gonna we're just gonna name them off jonathan please stop oh Uh, it's rapid fire (laughs) so you gotta like (laughs) so so the first question is and if you haven't seen it alec is gonna pull it up Mm -hmm. Uh, margot robbie in Babylon or Anya Taylor, like fuck, fuck it up. Uh, <laughs> Margot Robbie in Babylon or Anya Taylor Joy in the menu as their wardrobe. Which one do you like better? Let me know. If oh you my want god! Me to switch to one okay. or the other. I haven't seen either of them. I'm sorry, I so I that. can't say yeah. much based on these photos. 
Okay. But mm. she looks. <laughs> which, but just like in which the first one. Uh, I'll shut up. <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> I like Anya Taylor Joy's. Okay. All right. Yep. It looks very detailed. That necklace, her hair, along with the with the outfit, it, it's giving me more than this than the red one. Right. Yeah. Mm. This one does look more like a rag. This one looks- <laughs> Wrapped, yeah. wrapped around her. Like it's, it's a cartoon they found. <laughs> but I know, like people online have been saying, like this this costume's iconic. The, the the Margot Robbie one is it? Looks like a toga. They've been saying that. I've seen like people being like, this is gonna be the dress. Like it, <laughs> the dress, the dress. <laughs> That's gonna address the future. But yeah, I, I see what you mean with this one. This one, yeah, I feel like there's more of a story to tell with this one for sure. Mm-hmm. Almost looks like a mystery now looking at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very mysterious. Okay, so Tom Hardy in Mad Max or Harrison Ford in mm. Blade Runner? Mm. Oh, Harrison Ford in Blade Runner. Okay. Mm. Oh, that was a quick one. That, yeah, she. Now, now that was rapid fire right there. Rapid fire answer. Any particular reason why? I really like that movie. Oh, yeah. I okay. really like that movie. Yeah. And, but also, it's just like the setting what he wears in this film is very like, they're both good. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. Mm-hmm. I think Mad Max also has sick costume design. Like it's really good, but the other one, it's more toned down and it's more like what you would see every day. Mm-hmm. It's very fitting for his, it's very fitting for his character. That gun is doing something for me. The contrast of that super, like it looks super futuristic and like with his really basic wardrobe i really like the contrast yeah yeah okay audrey hepburn in breakfast at tiffany's or marilyn monroe and gentlemen prefer blondes audrey hepburn in breakfast at tiffany's i kind of figured that was gonna be the i mean that is pretty fancy <laughs> yeah <laughs> look at that necklace by itself though yeah, Just, yeah. talk about yep. blinged out i the the dress the black dress just a simple nice black dress with that nice neckline <clears throat> it's good every time. Mm-hmm. Doesn't and with the gloves doesn't disappoint. Mm-hmm. Go back to the Marilyn Monroe one because I think they're both wearing gloves, right? Yeah, see, they're both they kind of yeah. yeah. So that was interesting. That was like, interesting. Please go back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now this one's really tough. It's a tough one. Uh, Ready? Chris Pratt in Guardians of the Galaxy or Chris Pratt in Super Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Look at those eyes. Come on. <laughs> that, that, that picture choice, though, Alec. That's Mario. <laughs> They're both wearing red, but Mario, because come on, it's Mario. It's iconic. Yep. We know him by what he wears. <laughs> he never changes his outfit. No, he's Ever. just he's just stanky as fuck. <laughs> in his plumber, he doesn't look like one bit. Is it a film? Oh, the <laughs> super, it's the Super Mario animated movie that's coming out this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> oh, you didn't, oh, didn't know it was coming. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> but yeah, I like I like this Super Mario costume. His voice sounds terrible, but. Uh, <laughs> That's neither here nor there. That's neither here nor there. It has nothing to do with the costume. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah. More rapid fire. Okay. Horror movies or comedy movies? Horror. Okay. Pineapple or no pineapple on pizza? This right here 
is the most important question of all of them. No pineapple. Oh, come on. Damn. You have not been kicked out. The- <laughs> you have been kicked out the chat. <laughs> I don't know, man. Pineapple on pizza is legit. I think it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. It's delicious. Like, I mean, I can't hate on it. Okay. Coke or Pepsi? I mean, it's just, oh, first about the pizza. Okay. okay Think yeah. about cheese with pineapple. That just cheese and pineapple. <laughs> no. Hot cheese. Okay. I my doubts. <laughs> but you throw in pepperoni and pineapple, <laughs> and then you throw in some black olives, and shit just completely changes. I get it. Hot cheese and fruit. That shit sounds weird, <laughs> but it's delicious. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. You disagree. Sure. Yeah. sure. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> what, was, what was the other question? You said Coke or Pepsi? No, that's it. You don't like pineapple and Pete. No, Coke or Pepsi. <laughs> I don't drink soda, so neither. Okay. Water or sparkling water? <laughs> oh, that's a good thing to get out your feet. Water. Okay. Always. Mm hmm. Where where are you from originally, by the way? I'm from San Francisco. I lived in South San Francisco my entire life, mostly, but all my schooling, most of my schooling was in SF. Okay. And you're in LA right now? Yep. Okay. SF or LA? SF. <laughs> yeah, defending, defending my shit-filled city. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> Frisco that's where it's at <laughs> I mean I prefer Oakland myself but yeah <laughs> old Oakland not the not the not, not the new gentrified Oakland you fuckers <sighs> how that's, dare they do this in my birthright <laughs> <laughs> I, I cry every time I go back to Oakland <laughs> but uh, yeah so Gabby Thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. We know you got some stuff to do, but mm-hmm. you know, we thank you for hanging out with us for a little bit and, and you know, putting up with our with our shenanigans. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it so much. Oh yeah, thank you fun. so much. Thank you. <laughs> Give a round of applause, you guys. Thanks. <laughs> Been a great guest. <laughs> Are you working on anything right now? <clears throat> Where can people follow you? Mm-hmm. Not working on anything right now. I'm focusing all my attention goes to architecture and school. You can follow me on Instagram. My main page is really long, (laughs) so I'm not going to say it, but you can find it via my art page, which is Riella, R-I dot E-L-L-A-A. Find me there. We'll tag I you. I have a Twitter, but don't follow me. We'll tag you when we, <laughs> we'll tag you when we post the, yeah, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll t- yeah. the episode. And we have to... We ha- okay, cool, cool. And we have to send you a shirt, too. We've been slacking. We need to send Ray one. And so now we have to send you one. So you may get it in December. But <laughs> and, and that's just standard shipping right there. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I'll be waiting on that. Okay, cool. Thank you. Well, thank you. You have a great day. And, uh, you know, maybe you'll be on next time. Thank you. Well, you not too. next time, but like, again. Bye. Bye. Have a great day, Gabby. Hopefully, I'll, I'll catch you guys later. Bye. Yeah, bye. Bye.
I guess now we'll just go straight to, well, first of all, thanks Gabby for being on. We appreciate that. She's our first woman guest. So like I said earlier, that's the, uh, that's the trivia question right there. Who is our first female <laughs> guest? Mm-hmm. And if you get that right, then that means you've, that means you've been here since episode 11. So we appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's get into some box office report. John Burgundy. This is the news. John Burgundy. <laughs> John Burgundy. John Burgundy. This is news with John Burgundy. Bitches. All right. So for box office reports, we have for the week of January 10th, 20th through the 22nd. Oh, hold on. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I meant, <laughs> sorry. I meant to say before we came on that we do have a new member of the team. Oh, right. Yeah. Caden has joined the squad. He's our editor. So we're excited to have him on board. Caden edit out anything that makes us sound stupid. Mm-hmm. And all right. Thank you, Caden. Yeah. yeah. Excited to work with you. Yeah. Very excited. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so now to the box office reports. So this is for last weekend, the January 20th to the 22nd, we have number one, Avatar The Way of Water. Still? Okay. Yes. Jesus Coming in at Christ. 20 million. Uh, we, actually, it just passed $2 billion worldwide. Yes. There it is. Mm-hmm. It's number seventh, I think, on the top grossing films of all time, six right? Six or seven. Something yeah, six like or seven around there. Yeah. So congratulations, James Cameron, <laughs> for proving your point. Yep. <laughs> and... I think in a he said like in an interview saying this proves that people are just gung ho ready to get back into theaters and they're tired of this streaming shit. I am. So. Oh yeah, we're gonna talk about streaming in a in a little while. Right. That's just a little Netflix sneak peek. onslaught of uh, the best of Netflix. Oh uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> is it the best or is it the best of mid? The best ass? of what they have at the moment. <laughs> I didn't uh, see anything. Well, we'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> we got, uh, number two, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, coming at 11.5 million. We got Megan coming at number three with 9.8 million. Missing coming at, at number four, 9.3 million. When did and that come out? I think it was. Came out a couple of days ago, Friday. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I think it was that, that weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was that weekend. This weekend. And we have number five, lastly, A Man Called Otto with $9 million. That's the Tom Hanks. Yes, that is the one with Tom Hanks. It's almost like he's a bad guy <clears throat> or like a grumpy old man. Those those like last three were kind of like close to each other. We got Megan 9.8, Missing 9.3, and then A Man Called Otto with just nine. Just shy of like... Nine million? Yeah, uh, 3.3 million, but yeah. But yeah, they were, those were all like pretty close to each other. So. How, how long do you guys think Avatar is gonna until uh, number one at the box office mm-hmm. until Ant Man comes out? That's like a good uh, what three weeks? You're calling it? Yeah, I'm gonna say. I'm when gonna is it, it supposed to go back on streaming? Because I've already seen it like announced on Avatar? like Disney Disney Plus. Yeah, I think I don't know March. Uh, yeah, is, March, March is when okay. it was supposed to be, but because they're just making money, they made it's the biggest movie mm. on the planet. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if, that, if it holds up against. I'm uh, never, never doubt, Ant-Man. never doubt, crap, man. Cameron. Hey, stop that. Our, <laughs> Fine, our, our Disney Paul check, Rudd. our Disney check hasn't come in yet. <laughs> Son we're, of a bitch, we're trying to sell our soul to the mouse. <laughs> <laughs> wait for it to wait for it to. Uh, what is it called? Disney. Uh, if you want to buy my soul, my shit is up for sale. <laughs> Go ahead. 
<laughs> Next, we have Golden Globes recap, right? Last episode, we had talked about the Golden Globes and what we thought our predictions were. And now in this episode, we're going to talk about what were the ca- recapping, what were the categories and who were the ones that actually won. So we have Best Picture, Drama, The Fablemans one. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, that's the Steven Spielberg one, right? Yes. Yes. And then we have Best Picture, Comedy, mu- slash Musical, The Banshees of Inishirin. Yep. Best Actor <laughs> in Drama, Austin Butler, for his portrayal of Elvis. Didn't see that one coming. All right. That one, that one came as a surprise. See, that's, that's the one we all got wrong. Yeah. We all, we all said Brendan. Best actor comedy Colin Farrell and what movie was that? Do you remember? That was Banshees. Okay, in a she- uh, Banshees of Inisherin. Mm-hmm. Best actress drama Kate Blanchett in Tar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, best actress comedy Michelle Yao. Yao. Uh, yo. Yeah. Yao. Mm-hmm. In uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yeah. Which I rewatched and I forgot to mention it, but I rewatched and it was yeah really good. Love that movie. Huh? <clears throat> I really do. I really did enjoy it. It's it's really good. Best supporting actor Key <laughs> Key Kwan Key Kwan in call him short round for short. <laughs> Wait, call him what? In, what, what? Short, short round. Who the hell is that? Indiana <laughs> Jones. Oh, <laughs> short round. I've never. You never seen any of those? No. Oh my god, you son of a bitch! I don't remember that. You remember short round? I've seen seen all of them, but I don't remember that. The the little Asian kid that he has with him in the second. Oh, Jesus Christ, you Neanderthals! (laughs) God, like movie. My nut. That was him. The dad and everything everywhere all was him when he was a kid. Short round. Yeah, he played the character short round. Let me Google him. (laughs) Yeah, he did really well in that. So definitely. Proud he got that one. Best Supporting Actress, Angela Bassett in Black Panther. Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Best Director, Steven Spielberg for oh, yeah, Fablemans. <laughs> he had to confirm it. What kind of name is that, though? Short Round. That's a nickname. Short Round. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Short Round. The Asian guy. Look, he's a little boy. It was a different time. <laughs> Great character. Best screenplay, The Banshee of Inishirin. Best original score, Babylon. Oh. Hmm. I, I, I did say I had a great score, didn't I, Alec? Yeah, you did. Good for you. <laughs> but I don't know if I did vote for that one. I can't remember. Best original score. Song. My song. Sorry. Uh, song RRR. Nobody doubts that. I mean, I, I was... Up in my, you know, not to, not to, not. <laughs> I was I was up in my living room just watching it and like trying to do the dance. I'm like I'm like, why hasn't that song or that dance gone viral on TikTok? Yeah, TikTok, you need to go. Oh, uh, did? Yeah. When oh, it came out. wow. I'm behind this. <laughs> Come uh, on, Mr. Social Media. You're so amazed, dude. <laughs> what? Best animated film. G- oh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Wow. Okay. And the best non-English film. Argentina, nineteen eighty-five. That one, I think we had said that everybody was surprised at. I don't know why that one. I'd never seen the movie, first of all, so I'm sure it probably could be good. But over RRR and All Quiet and the Rest of the Front, yeah, that's 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 a shocker. Yeah, yeah, that's a shocker. I don't think that one's gonna translate the same in when it comes to Oscar round. But yeah, I think so. Yeah. But Alec, can you recap us on who at least we think got the most right or closest? Uh, whatever. I believe I did. 
But well, we need to fact check that. <laughs> I, like, I, I, I believe not. I did because I know I know for sure for uh, best picture comedy, you guys said everything everywhere all at once, but Banshees ended up taking that one. Mm. And you know what I don't get? The menu is considered a comedy. But like, it's, it's a dark comedy. I, I guess like it's it's like very medium ish comedy. Though. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just a very yeah. mid comedy. Like it's it's a it's, I love it. It's a great movie. I just don't think it's a comedy. It's like comedy the size of the food that they were eating. Yeah, like that bite size. And then for we got we both got a best actor drama that went to Austin Butler, mm. which I was pretty surprised by. I think we were all surprised by it. I was a bit surprised by that, but like he deserves it. You know, he's a he was great and he was really great in the movie too. Yeah, and uh, over Brendan Fraser, would you say we all thought Brendan Fraser was gonna yeah win now because it was like it was almost looking like it. You know, it was his mm-hmm. comeback and everything. Well, he's hey Oscars is coming up, right? So. Right. And then we have Miss Actress Comedy Michelle Yeoh. I think you guys gave it. Yeah, you guys gave it to Margot for that one for the win. I th- I think I think Margot would have had a shot, and I think I said that on the on the prediction show mm-hmm. if it didn't flop. Right. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I could see that. Mm-hmm. But what's the name was what's the name was great and everything everywhere all at once. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. So either one of those to me, I'm I'm okay with. Right. Yeah. And I believe I'm the only one that said Spielberg for best director. Who sure. who did I say? You might have said James Cameron. I thought, yeah, you did say. Yeah, you and Jonathan did say James Cameron. James Cameron forever. Yeah. After, yeah, you know, and that's probably recency bias too. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I understand though. Yeah. Like, Numbers failed this it's a, t- it's a tough. <laughs> it's a tough category though. It, it yeah. is because yeah. the Be- greats of filmmaking. On <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like this movie's just destroying it. Yeah, <laughs> but then you're like, but then Spielberg's like, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm cooking. Yeah, <laughs> chill out, chill out. Fuck your little computer. Check graphics. out this. Check out this bakery. Idea. Yeah, he's like, fuck your computer graphics. <laughs> like, look at this. And uh, yeah, we got a non-English film wrong. And then we we also, I believe Jonathan said Turning Red. Or no, Puss in Boots. He said Puss in Boots. Yeah, Puss in Boots. made a film because he said that it was, had better reviews than GDT's Pinocchio. Yeah. I don't trust Rotten Tomatoes, so. Uh, you know. I shouldn't either. Because they shit on Step Brothers. They did. And I was like. Damn. I'm like, you're stupid. That's the funniest thing because it's like. I know Rotten Tomatoes held in such a high regard mm-hmm. by people, but I'm like, it's also an, it's an aggregator for like for like a bunch of critics, like their opinions, like their scores get added into the to the overall score of like ninety percent or seventy five, fifty, forty, whatever. So it's like it's not like the Rotten Tomatoes itself is saying, oh, this is the best film ever, or like, oh, this this is a nine. It's not like they're like, oh, I'm gonna give this movie a ninety percent. It's like a collection of like critics mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it's <clears> funny. People take it that seriously. Mm. Tend to like reading the reviews like individually. But right. I, don't, I don't know people don't have time for that. But I, but see, mm-hmm. that's where I think it gets kind of confusing because it is just like a quick like you can you can see it and like you could people will make their assumptions like just a, off of uh-huh. Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. And I know? think that's just like the standard right now of like for movie rating because there's a lot of like other places you could check to Letterbox, IMDb, IMDb mm-hmm. which we're gonna go into. I don't know if we're ready to go into the next thing or are we reading one last one. I mean, it sounded like you were literally going somewhere with that. Yeah, and then you just stopped because I thought we were gonna read the last one with the Argentina, or we don't want to say anything about that. 
No, we don't have to talk about it. <laughs> okay. You would just leave that. It would just leave that as, as it is because it was just a flop and disappointment. Argentina. It was just a. Uh, it was just a disappointment. Okay. So, it was disappointing. But so with, good for you, Argentina. You get you get another W this they, year. They they get the World Cup and and a Golden Glove. And a Why Golden not? Glove. You ain't gonna get an Oscar though. So in the top <laughs> uh, fire. <laughs> that looks like you're racist. Yeah, my, in, my Indian brothers and sisters. <laughs> <laughs> I got your back. Um, shots over here. <laughs> so, in the spirit of disappointment, our next topic is Velma got renewed for season two. Well, you just skipped over the Oscars. Didn't? Oh, shoot. I did. I Man, am so sorry. You messed up his cool last segue, though. I know. That was good. I was going to say, we're skipping over that. <laughs> no, I was going to jump back into the Oscars. Well, you know what? I'll go I'll go to the Oscars since we're there. Oscars. It's but hold on. Hold on. That tells you where Velma is right now, that he skipped over the Oscar nominations <laughs> to, to talk about Velma. <laughs> and we sitting here, we're wondering why they're getting renewed for a season the two. The best show of HBO Max history. <laughs> the only anime Made a show on there. God. Okay. Uh, now I'm glad, now now I'm lost. It, like you, my, you my, want, we're doing Oscars. Okay. <clears throat> so Oscar nominations they have not been announced yet because it is currently January 22nd, but they're going to be announced on January 24th. So this week they'll announce basically the Oscar nominees, and we'll find out if RRR gets nominated for Best Picture. Or Alec owes me ten dollars. Oh yeah, you guys I forgot remember about from last that. episode? So <laughs> I forgot about uh, that. I'm still you know, confident. Yeah, so stay tuned, you guys. But besides <laughs> that, what are some of you guys' predictions for the upcoming, you know, Oscars and the biggest night in Hollywood right now? You know, well, I guess we can start with Best Picture. Okay. So I think what what's the cutoff date? Do we know? Or I what, believe what you, any movie that came out before like. January. Ooh. Oh. So that's like a, of this year. Oh, that's a lot then. So everything everywhere all at once, I think we can pencil that one in. Yeah. Say like, yeah, this is for nominations, not for who's gonna win. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. make sure. Yeah. I think that's definitely gonna be penciled in. Mm-hmm. Top gun. Top it has gun has to be in Top there. Gun will definitely be in there. I wanna Avatar. say Avatar. Mm-hmm. And then Fableman's maybe? Fableman's definitely gonna be in there. And then the whale. The whale, maybe. I'm not sure maybe, about that much yeah. anymore. Oh. What, what do you think about Tar? Is Tar going to make it up there? Yes, Tar would definitely okay, be what, why, why, why now not the whale? I think because the reaction is a little more mixed to it. It's a mm. bit more of a bit more of a controversial film it's, with the themes it handles. It's coming down to earth now. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I think it not, might not make it for Best Picture, but for sure, it's, he's probably going to get nominated for Best, Best Actor. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. He it. But yeah. Because it was interesting, because you were like, <clears throat> you were you were hot on the on the whale. Was I hot on the whale? Train. I think so. I, I mean, I, li- I liked it. You were on the you were you were on the whales. I found Alex. No, I was not like Jonathan over here. Jonathan over here. You were holding on to the fin of that whale. <laughs> I mean, I liked it. No, I'm just saying. Yeah. I, yeah, I liked the movie a good amount. There's like some 
there were more issues I had with the of how it was staged and everything because it's based mm-hmm. on a play, mm-hmm. and it felt very stagey at times. The way it came more like came a play than like yeah. an actual film. Okay, more came in the way more the characters came in and out and like talked to each other. Ah, so but yeah, I still liked it though. I still so, liked the movie. So maybe you were hot on Brandon's performance. I was more yeah, I was more hot on Brandon. I think yeah. he's incredible. Brendan, I said Brandon. Brendan, Brendan Fraser, and it's what five for Best Picture the nomination? Ten. ten. It can be up to ten. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because we got we got a good number there that we've mentioned already. But right now, my predictions are everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, Fablemans, Banshees, mm-hmm. and Sharon, Top Gun, Maverick, mm-hmm. uh, Avatar, Babylon. The yeah, Avatar's in there. Babylon, I'm not too sure about, but yeah. maybe um, that uh, would that would be crazy though. Yeah, if it made it on there, oof. Tar, I have on there. Mm-hmm. Women talking. Because I know everybody's been talking about that movie. You know, women talking. We Didn't we see, like, the trailer and, like, the behind-the-scenes when we were watching Babylon? Yeah. yeah. Right before we watched it? Yeah. And then I have RR in there. <laughs> Gotta support the boy. <laughs> You're going hard on I, I know. <laughs> Sorry, I support good movies. So, okay. Oh, oh. So, say it right here, right now. Yeah, what? That they're going to win. I'm gonna win. They're gonna win Best Picture. I don't think that. <laughs> no, <I'm not> gonna... <laughs> I don't think that. I'm not gonna go that far of it, but I think it's, I think it's gonna be nominated for Best Picture for sure. Now, what is gonna be your reaction if they do win Best Picture? Oh, I'll be ecstatic. I'll punch. I'll punch y'all in the face. <laughs> so, guys. Wait, look, 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 since we're going to be live streaming this episode, you know, so everybody, you know, have a lookout for that. So you're going to finally see us in action as we do our thing. And if you want to see Alec punch the crap out of us, you know, go ahead and log in on that day. Okay. I'll be wearing a helmet just to let you guys know. I told you, motherfucker. Start throwing shit. But I also feel like, yeah, that's all the movies I have on there. But I feel like, I also feel like there could be a chance that Black Panther gets in. I was thinking that too. Mm. Black Panther could possibly be in there. That could be a sneaky one. And I'll be honest, I think Elvis might sneak away in there too. Elvis, I should say, yeah, I should say Elvis. Because of how Bohemian Rhapsody got in there last time too. So I think Elvis is going to sneak away for this picture. I'll replace Babylon with Elvis. Mm, There you go. That sounds more of a... I might have to go back and watch Elvis. Cause I only watched it once, so I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go back. And... <laughs> I've seen that one twice, I think. Okay, and it was yeah, it's a good, it's a good movie. I've like, seen it twice. I too. mean, I'm not, I'm not saying it's bad, but it's just like, am I missing something? Like, <laughs> I don't know. People were just Do you like, at yeah, all. I, I, I love Butler. That, I love that Tom Hanks performance, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, the, the, the snow, another job for the snowman and his showman. I didn't even know he was in the damn thing. Excuse me, you didn't see his jowls until <laughs> until like you guys told me we were doing a pod and you're like, oh Tom Hanks. And I'm like, what? Yeah, he's like, why is the fat guy Santa Claus coming to town? <laughs> I want to see Santa Claus. Yeah, <laughs> silly ass accent, right? But yeah, jeez. But yeah, best the way you guys are gonna think is gonna be now who's gonna be nominated for best director. Because I said Spielberg for Fablemans. Yep. Mm-hmm. Todd Field for Tar. The Daniels for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yes. And Martin McDonough for uh, Banshees and Sharon. James Cameron? I was uh, say. I'm, I, might, I might say Bob Baz Luhrmann for Elvis. Yeah. I think he's been getting a lot of love. So... Okay, so it seems like Elvis could be the sneaky one usually, that kind of usually, mm-hmm. and I could be wrong. The ones who make it to the best picture also kind of get make, made into the best director. 
what I've seen. Usually, kind of, kind of, yeah. There are some exceptions of like the ones that don't make it the best picture, but they get nominated for best. But you know, just to play it safe, those will get possibly. Nominated. It might be. It might be tough. Yeah, for Elvis to win best picture. But hey, crazier things have happened. People got slapped at the Oscars. Motherfuckers are reading the wrong names and yeah. shit. Now you, you would think they would have their shit together, huh? I, I would love to see. Yeah, <laughs> I would love to see my boy Park Chan Wook get in there for a decision to leave. But you know, it's fine. <laughs> now I was just, wait, wait, wait. I was going to say maybe it this time might. will come. <laughs> maybe it might because Parasite was it was you know in Best Picture, like. What was it a couple of yeah that's true but everybody has seen that movie though yeah that was like one of those like huge breakout movies from like korea so and i think ah, i think of a different story for decision to leave i think it's gotcha. a little tough too because of the platform mm-hmm. that it's on yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah like yeah, yeah. if it was on like a netflix or something a big one yeah more people could probably be like oh let me check this right, out right, shout right, out right. to movie yeah <laughs> 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 but yeah and then let's see best actor i have brendan fraser of course austin butler colin farrell my two predictions that i think might get in tom cruise for top gun maverick Ooh. i think he might get in there mm. i could see him getting in there That'd be because you look at top gun and you're like oh it's just an action movie right but then you're like it has a chance because before avatar that motherfucker was the king in the box office yeah so i mean who knows yeah exactly and then for my other choice is Paul Mescal and After Sun. My got to mm. remember that for my favorite, second favorite movie of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last year, because I've been seeing like there's been a little bit more hype for him in that role. He's been getting nominated more often mm. lately, wow. so where he might I, get where in can there. Can I watch this one? I got it on my Voodoo. If you want, I can give you the login for that. Voodoo. Yeah. After Sun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As long as it's not After Earth. <laughs> my favorite movie after. <laughs> my favorite Will Smith film. But yeah, really, really, really amazing movie After Sun is. Okay. And he, he, I can see him like getting in. I hate that you got to pay for like movies everywhere. I know, huh? Like, just let me watch them for free. <laughs> <laughs> but for uh, Best Actress, I have Kate Blanchett and Tar. Mm-hmm. Michelle Yeoh and everything everywhere all at once. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Daniel Deadweiler and Till. She plays the mother of Emmett Till in that one. I have not seen that one, but her performance has been praised. Blonde or Anna Anna de Amas blonde. She, I feel like she might get in there. Okay. Potentially in a Margot Robbie in Babylon. That's what I'm saying, man. Mm-hmm. I th- and maybe it's recency bias again. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think Margot was really good in that. Yeah. I agree for sure. Like, it just sucks that it did kind of flop. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> hey, a nominee, a nomination is better than not being nominated. Exactly. Yeah. Because so, then it's any, then it's then it's just a fucking. You're sitting there. And you're yep. waiting. Any crazier things have happened. Mm-hmm. And Macklemore won best rap album over Kendrick Lamar. God, I mean that shit. So <laughs> anything can happen with these, with these award shows. And then, but with supporting at best supporting actor, we have Kihue Kwan. Mm-hmm. Everywhere, thing, everywhere, all in ones. That's a lock for sure. Short round, short round. Yes, I just learned that the the goat. Short round, Indiana Jones, little buddy. Is, uh, is he going to be in the new one? No, 
I don't think so. Well, he might make a surprise cameo. I was right? just going to say, oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, remember, guys, all hey, our John, predictions Jamal, so Jamal far. Was like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Brendan Gleeson and the Banshees and the Sharon. Mm. Barry Keoghan and the Banshees and the Sharon. Paul Dano and the Fablemans. I feel like this will be. Wow. His, he's really great in that, too. I think he's better in Fablemans than he is in Batman, honestly. I feel like he was not in Batman long enough. Mm-hmm. Like. I would have loved to see him kind of more interacting because mm-hmm. the really the first time we see him it's at like the cafe and then that's kind of it. Yeah. And then he goes to jail. But what we did see, it was like, holy shit. Yeah. So yeah, I would have liked to see more of Paul Dano. Right. Yeah, exactly. And then there's this other actor named Ben Wishaw. He was, he's in women talking to her. His performance is very good in that. So he might get in there. I haven't seen it yet, so I can't, speak on it too much but a uh, best supporting actress is carrie condon and the banshees and sharon man this this banshee man yeah, I need what this, is, what is, this movie's got a lot of love what is this it's, in, it's on hbo max oh, okay now yeah right now okay i will let me put that in my it's like a really great movie i've been meaning to rewatch it like soon i have a shoe and everything everywhere all i want she played the daughter mm, I think she, okay she get in there yeah uh, even though everybody's talking about jamie lee curtis and then, what? Oh, in that movie? Yeah, I mean, she was good in it. No, she was good. It's I was just, like, she didn't, she didn't stand out as much as Stephanie. She did. Yeah, yeah. Well, if I'm not mistaken, so you said Stephanie. Yeah, she had a lot more screen time than. She, yeah, she, yeah, she did a lot in that movie too. Yeah, and fuck, put both of them up. Yeah, has that has that ever happened? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, they have. Yeah, but yeah, in the wasn't Emma Stone and the other actress from the favorite also. Competing against each other from the same movie, yeah. In in one time, oh, yeah, it's, it's happened that. multiple times before. Yeah. I wonder how that's got to feel. Ooh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I got a bitch. <laughs> I'm I did better supporting. Yeah. Like, I, I remember that scene I we did together. The film better. Remember that scene we did together? I did that better. Yeah, I fucking killed it. <laughs> like, there's definitely got to be like some like. Oh, do you think? Do you think you. anybody in like Top Gun, any of the supporting actors, would make it to that best supporting? I mean, it'd probably have to be Miles Teller, right? Yeah, Miles Teller would probably be the... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or even Val Kilmer. That was three-part. Oh, part. yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe. But yeah, those are the only two I can think of that can make it in there. Right. If if Top Gun does win, I think they'll just get one. Mm-hmm. And, and that'll just kind of be it. This wins best picture. <laughs> yeah, they just, just take the big I one. I think there's other categories that can win, and we'll get into that in a bit. But yeah, and also Angela Bassett and uh, Black <laughs> yes. Panther. Yes, yes, yes. She was solid. Yeah. <laughs> she was real solid. Dolly De Leon and uh, I, Angle of Sadness. She was great in that too. We're not going to do predictions right now, but yeah, when we do, I might, I might have to roll with with Angela. Mm-hmm. Spoiler for future episodes. Best cinematography. I'm going to go with Avatar: The Way of Water, Babylon, The Batman. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, oh, fuck, I forgot. It's not. I don't think it's, it's eligible to be nominated for an Oscar in cinematography. Who? Why? The Batman. I forgot why. Something stupid. What? I forgot why. No way. Exactly. Yeah, it's kind of dumb. There's literally. Yeah, I think I think I remember something like that. I might be wrong. That's crazy. That's weird. Yeah. One of weird. the biggest, you know, films like that. You know, like cinematography movies what? are outstanding. But yeah. Yeah. That and car chasing. Like, come on. The, come on. Come but, on. Come on. But yeah. The, the Fablemans. Mm-hmm. And All Quiet on the Western Front. Yes. Yes. Think, yeah, that's that'll be a that'll be a tough one. Yeah. And editing Top Gun Maverick 
everything everywhere all at once decision to leave the fablemans and avatar the way of water but i feel like instead of decision to leave they might put in elvis <laughs> don't you laugh at me you're just, no, gonna, no. you're just gonna boycott until decision to leave is <laughs> in something yes daddy <laughs> fuck you oscars <laughs> tired of this bullshit <laughs> i hate you <laughs> but i might put it elvis instead of decision to leave but yeah but that's more of my my hopes and dreams. <laughs> mm. The production, de- oh no, yeah, production design, Babylon, Avatar, The Way of Water, Fablemans, Elvis, and GDT's Guillermo del Toro and Pinocchio. I feel like that'll be good in there. Okay, mm. that'd be a first for an animated movie in production design. Production design, yeah. Mm. And then our original original song, "Lift Me Up," the Rihanna song in Black Panther: mm, Wakanda yeah. Forever. Hold my hand, the, the song Lady Gaga and the Top Gun Maverick, hmm. and not to not to. I'm going to say that's the only prediction that's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> that's all they're going to win. Hey, hey, <laughs> stop it, y'all haters. <laughs> hey, I listen. I enjoyed RRR. That's all. That was it. Oh, okay, I thought you were going to say more. About it. <laughs> I froze at you. I froze at your head. That shit was ass cheeks. <laughs> Ciao, Papa from Guillermo del Toro. Ciao, Papa from Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. New Body Roomba from White Noise. That's a song by LCD's Sound System, I think. And the best animated film. Oh wait, wait, wait! Don't forget, take a look at us now by Lila Crocodile. Skip the fuck? What? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> Take a look at this now with Sean Mendes yeah, and Harvey Because, because I don't know what you just said. I'm taking this disrespect. <laughs> no, I, said, I, I never seen this movie. So I don't know I what know. you're talking about. You said it so quick, too. Like, I know. La, la, la. Or, Take me there. Whatever. <laughs> Like what? Take me to church. <laughs> and no. hold there. <laughs> take a look at me now by Sean Mendes and Javier like Bardem. The, like the XXX Tentacions. <laughs> <laughs> look at me. Look at me. <laughs> oh God, I'm crying. Oh God. Okay. Okay. I'll keep that in mind just in case that shows up somehow. Okay. So animated film. <laughs> GDT's Pinocchio. <sighs> Puss and Boots the Last Wish. Turning red, Marcel the shell with shoes on, and my father's dragon. I don't know what my father's dragon is, but I've heard that that's been getting some praise. Mm. International feature that will go to. Oh yeah, RR is not qualified to be in here because India didn't submit it for a for a best international film. India, come on, wow. we know you listen too. But yeah, exactly. So. They sent them, they submitted another movie. Like what? What? <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, I don't know. There's some kind of like weird thing going. It's probably on. just like one better than RRR. And we, <laughs> we, we're just, just we're, like, but no one's talking about it. That movie. <laughs> but like we're sitting here like boosting up RRR, and they're like, yeah, that one's like me. They saw how <laughs> they saw how viral it went yeah, to RRR. They're like, that's not even our biz. <laughs> <laughs> but I have for international film Bardo, Quiet on the Western Front. Close to Choir Girl and Decision to Leave. Mm-hmm. Those would be on my <clears throat> best international feature. And that's pretty much it. Oh, yeah. Visual effects, Avatar The Way of Water. Might as well just pencil that in. Yeah, might as well just like give it to it right now. Yeah. Uh, just Bat- give it to him during the commercial break. <laughs> exactly. The Batman, 
Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Top Gun Maverick, and everything everywhere all at once. Hmm. Well, that's a pretty solid predictions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that's pretty much everything. But I think I think Top Gun Maverick might might do some sweeping in terms of technical awards. Okay. If it get nominated in the areas like editing and sound. Mm-hmm. I think sound for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like a big part of the of the movie. Mm-hmm. So But yeah. What you guys think? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I, I kind of agree with most of that. Yeah. I mean I think best picture is gonna be you could you could literally kind of pick whichever ones and be like, okay. I could I could see that. Yeah. Like I don't think there's like one where it's like they didn't deserve to be on. Yeah, like that one is definitely head above the rest, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think it's going to be a tight race. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah it's, it's going to be a tough, yeah, a tough year for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Jonathan, now we can talk about Velma. You want to do your segue again? Yes. So, talking about disappointments and animation, we have next thing on the docket Velma. The show on HBO Max gets renewed for season two. Mm. Despite an overwhelmingly negative response by critics and the mainstream audience receiving a 1.3 out of 10 rating on IMDb, Warner Brothers and HBO Max has ordered a second season for the series. I know we haven't watched it as a group or did you say you watched a little bit of it, Jamal? What the fuck? I, I think you said. I think you said it was like one of your like. I'm gonna say no. What? I'm gonna say this right here. No one here has watched it, except like Jamal Jonathan. Did you watch it? No, I have not watched it. You would be the only one. Hey, here hey, that hey, would, hey, that would watch it. You're just jealous. I got that joke in before you. I don't care about the joke. <laughs> I would not have that shit on my continue watching list and just have to look at it. And I could just go in there and take it off. But I wouldn't have that shit on my list. No, I don't need to see if that. If I was thinking, I think Glow J actually, I watched a little bit of it. So why are you lying? I didn't watch it. Yeah, okay. You saw part of it. He's fucking. No, I did it. He I was, just heard it probably. He was peeking around the corner like, what? You heard, you heard Velma going, Jinkies. He <laughs> <laughs> started knee slapping. Jinkies and talking about Fred's small penis. <laughs> <laughs> So I think people are hate watching it. Oh yeah, maybe. Sure, yeah. Like, it's, like it's not even. It's probably not good. I'll never know because I'm not going to watch it. But I saw it on Instagram. You know where they have like the IMDb, where like the most watched of the week or whatever. And Last of Us was number one. And mm-hmm. so I thought they were going by the rating. And so right. it was like nine point three or whatever. And then number two was Velma, and, and I saw it was like one point seven. And I, I was the like, I'm like, what's going on here? Like, did they mess up the list yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on purpose? Oh uh, man, they got to put their woke content up. They're woke. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah. So like like I said, we have not seen Velma. Mm-hmm. We've only seen like clips and trailers of it. I haven't even seen that. But oh really? <laughs> it's like all over Twitter. But I do want to talk about this show because I think it opens like to a greater com- conversation about like, adaptations of like shows and video games and movies. Right. And, uh, and if they should be faithful or like change, change the material to, to appeal to a different demographic. Mm. Cause with Velma, the thing right. about it is, is that basically they took, it felt like a show where, I don't know, maybe someone 
over there that uh, some writer over there was probably like, I have an idea for this quirky like a uh, show about this Indian Indian girl who goes who becomes a detective or something in the high school. Right. But then then they're like and then probably like some studios like we're not gonna make that. But then they're like, Oh, okay, but what if we make it Velma from Scooby Doo? Hmm. And they're like, Okay, cool. We can do it with that. But, but yeah, and we're not gonna use Scooby Doo for some reason. <laughs> Be- I I talked about my I talked with Lil J about this. I think the reason because I found him saying I think they have everybody else in the in from like the Scooby Doo gang. They just don't have Scooby Doo or reference Fred. They Fred has, in there. Yeah, yeah, no, no, not Fred. Sorry, sorry. Uh, Shaggy. Shaggy. He's not named Shaggy. He he has a different name, name on there. Norville. Norville. Yeah, because that's his real name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. They don't use Shaggy. They use Norville, his real name or whatever. And they don't have Scooby-Doo or mention Scooby-Doo at all. My theory is that they want to keep Scooby-Doo as like this childlike thing of like whenever you reference Scooby-Doo, you just think of like, you know, good times, silliness, cartoons every Saturday type of thing. And so with this remake or what what would you call it? Like a spinoff? Is it called spinoff? Like a reboot. Like a reboot. Since they want to make it like adult-ish or like, you know, with adult themes or whatever in it. They don't want to ruin their like Scooby Doo image, so that's why they went this route of like yeah. being able to say those like you know those jokes or like to appeal to the different demographic and all that. I think Scooby read the script and was like, "Get this shit out of my yeah, face." I was about to say, I'm, I'm kind of Scooby should be glad that he's been <laughs> spared from from this show because I've seen the clips of it and it's, it's like yeah. so awful. Scooby was Go. sitting in his fucking mansion doghouse. They handed him the script. He's, what is this shit? <laughs> like, Get this out of here because with i just feel like watching the clips i can tell what exactly is going to be it's going to be like this super meta like show because every because every joke is basically just like it's like oh thank god we're not in a, in, a, in a horror movie because if this is a horror movie right now you would get killed right now thank god we're not in a horror movie or else this would be really bad it's like that rick and morty humor yeah where uh. it's like it's over explaining the joke and it's like going on for too long. It's like, no, you're not making a joke. You're just like saying, <laughs> you're saying the joke instead yeah. of actually just telling it. I don't know, man. I, I think it's, and, yeah. I, I kind of, I, I kind of, you know, when you were saying that, mm-hmm. I was kind of like, okay, that can kind of make sense. You know, where it's like, they want to leave Scooby out of it so that it, so that you do have like, oh no, he's the nice kid yeah. friendly version of him. I don't know. I don't know. But then that leads to me like thinking about just adaptations in general. Because mm-hmm. I feel like you can you can make a more adult oriented uh, Scooby Doo show. <clears throat> That's what I mean that that James James Gunn even tried to do back in the day with uh, the original Scooby Doo movies. You remember those the live action ones with like mm-hmm. Freddie Prince Jr. Yep. <laughs> and stuff like that. And uh, originally that movie was going to be R rated. Mm. And they filmed it as R rated, but then they were like, wait. Maybe we should make this for for families so we can make more money or something like that. Yeah. And then they re-edited the movie. They reshot some stuff to make it more kid oriented and stuff like that. And just some, there's there's some jokes left in there that that are still from the R-rated version, hmm. especially the part where he's like, when Fred becomes a uh, Daphne. You remember that scene? I don't. <laughs> he becomes he becomes Daphne. I forget how. I think they got like their their body, their like souls were transferred to each other's body somehow. 
and uh, and he, and then then Daphne, his friend is Daphne is like, ooh, I can look at myself naked. <laughs> <laughs> it's like stuff. Then he's like looking down at his at his breast and stuff like that. And he's like, "Oh, score!" Okay. <laughs> it's like jokes like that. Yeah, where they're still in there. But I feel like you can make a R rated. You just gotta have a, a guard rated script. You just gotta have like good writing and like good directing and all that. Mm-hmm. And you can. And, and then in this show, they made in Velma, they made some of the main characters not white. Like Velma is Indian, and Daphne is Asian, and Shaggy and Shaggy's black now. <laughs> And nothing. Has, of course, you're laughing at the black. Because no. <laughs> I see like the pictures, and he has like a, he looks like like a high top, and everything. He looks like he looks like KSI. And for my internet folks, he looks like low tier god. Low <laughs> tier god. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they made him black, which is perfectly fine. Whatever. I don't think it, there's any like thing that says like Shaggy has to be white or anything. I mean, he's always been a white guy, but I don't think there's anything in this characterization that says, oh yeah, he's also a white guy. Like he's always just been a white guy because that was like the thing to do back yeah. when it when it came out. It's like Jesus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 Jesus can't be anything. But, you uh, went there, <laughs> but but it can they completely erase aspects of the character. Like he's like you know he's like he's like a coward. Or he's like a <laughs> he's obviously he's obviously like a stoner. You said that with such a, he's such he's a coward. <laughs> he is a coward. He's like oh, I'm just going to school. <laughs> he's a coward and stuff like that. They remove every aspect. They just make him a simp for Velma for some reason, which is weird. Mm. And like and like, and and Velma always like laughing at him every time. He's like I love you, Velma. She just starts laughing at him. And it's a weird it's a weird it's a weird thing that they have going on with that. It almost sounds like a tease. I mean, ah, that just bitch. <laughs> that's why you watch it. <laughs> but yeah, and I'm just like, okay, there's still like traditions of the show you can <clears throat> you can still keep, mm-hmm. but still like do your own twist of it like, by like making them curse or like I don't know, I don't know, smoke pot or, yeah. or uh, I don't know, like f- kill somebody. I don't know, whatever you want to do in the show, <laughs> whatever you want to do in the show, you can do. Just have them kill people. Just have right. them just stick, stay to the same, stick to the formula somewhat. The basic, the basic fundamentals of Scooby Doo, yeah, of the characters. So, I mean, is anybody here gonna even ever watch it or no? Not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> if I, if, oops, I, 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 say I won't. I won't watch it on HBO Max. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but. but. If it was to somehow end up on Arr. my screen, <laughs> <laughs> if it was on there on TV, like if someone had it playing, like yeah, I'll watch it. I'm not gonna walk, go out and seek myself. I got, I got other better things to yeah. watch. You're not gonna sit down with some snacks and be, yeah, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch. I'd rather watch that '90s show, oh. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest show ever made, and then at Outer Banks. For- <laughs> Shout out Gabby. Shout out Gabby for standing real television. <laughs> Unlike these fucks. <laughs> nah. But but also that that conversation I'm like staying faithful to the source material goes into the last the last of us. Uh, mm-hmm. but we'll talk about that a little bit later. But uh, but the last of us I want compared the last of us to Uncharted. Mm. <laughs> they're both based on PlayStation games right. made mm-hmm. by the same company. So I just wanted to compare those when we get to the last of us. Yeah. Cause that show's fucking great, and Uncharted was ass cheeks, mm. terrible. And if you don't know our rating scale, that's the extended. <laughs> so ass cheeks, that's the extended. That's the bottom tier. You are not even the lowest of the low. Yeah. <laughs> but so it looks like Antoine Fuqua 
is hired to direct a Michael Jackson biopic from Lionsgate. So, Alec, when you when you sent well, this, Jonathan has some things to say about oh, it. Yeah. So, oh, oh, was that? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, you sent it, but yeah, yeah. So then he was very strongly about yeah. it. Yeah. So, uh, Jonathan, what do you what do you got to say about he he? He's got some got some insight into it. I got some insight. Read it, John. Oh, oh okay. No. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to make you seem like you actually did your job and wrote the notes. <laughs> and see, and then, so, I had, I, then I had messed it up, but then I, Alec covered it in. Okay, so. Jesus Christ. Uh, Jonathan which, wrote these notes, by the way. Yeah, he did. I, I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> which brings us to our next topic, which overall goes under the umbrella of musical biopic trends. But Liongate, Hi, Lionsgate hires director Antoine Fuqua. No okay, I think I literally just said all that. Known for directing films such as Training Day <laughs> and The Equalizer, is set to direct Michael, a biopic about the iconic singer Michael Jackson. That's just that's the life. name of it. Yeah, that's the best. That's that's what I said in the article. So far, it's going to call oh. it Michael. Yeah, okay. So far, something else. I mean, they could have called it. I mean, King of Pop. Yeah. So right now, the script is basically done. It's written by Academy Award nominee John John Logan, who has also written films such as Hugo, The Aviator, and Gladiator. It is going to be produced by Graham King, the producer behind Bohemian Rhapsody. Fuck. Along with <laughs> the Jackson Estate. And if I'm not mistaken, is that like the family? Yeah. Michael yeah, Jackson? Okay. Family. So, yeah. Tito. Tito. <laughs> More Tito. <laughs> Tito and Janet in charge of this movie. Jackson's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! God, shit! So that's the first one that's getting off on this joke because there's gonna, there's definitely gonna be some more. Yeah. <laughs> so Antoine Fuqua says after he finish finishes production with his latest film Equalizer Three, he will put his full attention onto Michael and be bringing the multi Oscar winning cinematographer Robert Richardson. No, sorry, yeah, Robert Richardson to shoot the film. Before his move to directing feature films, Fuqua directed music videos for artists such as Prince, Lil Wayne, Tony Braxton, and Stevie Wonder. This film will cover his rise to fame in the Jackson 5, you know, his prime adult years being the biggest musical star on the planet, and the allegations of pedophilia against him and his eventual death. Now, I'm going to cut you off right there. Yep, go ahead. That's what I wanted to hear. Because I didn't want it to just be... All we just, stuff. you know, like yeah. we, he just does, we get the thriller and all the that movie shit. movie ends in 1982. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 no, like include all that shit. Cause that's what happened. And I feel like with biopics, like, yeah, Hey, your family, they have the final say and all that, but you know, your fucking relative was a shit person. I'm not saying Michael was, maybe he was, maybe he was a shit person. Maybe he did touch those little boys. If you watch the fucking HBO documentary, or if you're the little boys, I mean, hey, whatever, that whatever, <laughs> that's a whole another can of worms. Yeah, but yeah, I think like you got to tell the good with the bad. So, yeah, but otherwise, otherwise, just be transparent. You know? Yeah, and and and, think, and, and yeah. that's why that's why like with Elvis, I was kind of like, like eh, eh. you know, they, they teetered around at him marrying a teenager. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> I mean. I, I would agree with Jamal in this in the sense of like 
every good story has its ups and downs like you know the hero can't always be seen as the hero he needs to be seen as a human which would also show his like downfall or not necessarily like downfall but like his <laughs> faults as a human because if i'm not mistaken just you know plain straight to the to the point stories with no like real bad drama behind it just kind of it seems boring and plain that's, so yeah, you know add all that stuff yeah. yeah that's what i loved about the movie selma about the marvin martin luther king yeah, they they act they showed him you know you know being the man he is, but they showed his flaws too because they they actually go a bit into his history of adultery. He cheated on his wife a few times with other women, and they 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 talk about it, and they don't like they they basically say like oh yeah he did this thing but but what he's doing you know for the culture yeah. for black people is like also part of his story too so they're not gonna act like oh. Right. He was like this perfect man, and yeah. uh, that would have been the boring way to tell the story. Exactly, you know, telling it. <laughs> Jamal's like, oh, <laughs> telling it, <laughs> you know, know truthfully, <laughs> and no. and like you know, and also, no, I didn't. And also, being fair, <laughs> but I think, he de- you know? he definitely had a dream about some other women. He has some oh, dreams. God. <laughs> <laughs> God. Happy MLK Day, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, I definitely agree that you know, as long as this covers all that, you know. It's, 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 you know, it should, you're, you're doing good. You're yeah. doing justice. So it'll be interesting to see like how in depth they get on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they won't. Yeah. I think, I think, <laughs> I, I think, I think right now it's just like, no, we're going to, we're going to cover it. We're covered a bit. And then once they start filming, it's going to be like, mm, cut that out. Yeah. <clears throat> but here's the thing. I have like multiple things to say about this. Have at it. Go ahead. But. I'm gonna say this first off top, making a Michael Jackson biopic is probably like probably probably gonna be the most ambitious biopic of all time. Just because, not just because of all his history, because there's so much to talk about. Mm-hmm. Like Michael Jackson It's like you can make like this, you can make like a whole saga. You can yeah. make like an eight part film series about it if you wanted to. That's why the fucking Jackson Five movie was, <laughs> about to say the Jackson 5. was long as fuck. The American Dream Jackson Five movie is like a four hour, five hour film. Yeah. Uh, VH1, <laughs> but, <laughs> but 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 yeah, there's so much to cover in his history. But then there's also like, who the fuck are you gonna find to play Michael Jackson? That's yeah, exactly. That is like you. That's gotta be like the longest casting research of all time, just to mm. find someone that can even come close. Well, you also gotta have multiples. You gotta have dark skin Michael, light skin <laughs> oh, Michael. God. That's why I think they might cast like at least four actors to play him at most. Be. Yeah, at least like through his through his eras because he's been through multiple eras. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So that search for trying to find the best actor for the job is going to be a tough one i feel they like they go with somebody just like off of like the strip of las vegas like or la one of those impersonators. impersonators oh but you know as soon as as soon as the fucking thing was announced the impersonators oh, yeah. were like i'm oh, fucking my they, ran up, they ran up to that cast they were like this is <laughs> it like <laughs> <laughs> they and they and if I'm not mistaken, they have to do this in front of the uh, Jackson Estate people too. So oh yeah, they got they yeah. have the final say in the, yeah. who's yeah. gonna play Michael or not. They they <laughs> heard that's that gonna shit. be cringe and instantly oh, just God. went to the lab and started could fucking imagine, moonwalking. Could you imagine like watching someone just like impersonate my brother? Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. That. <laughs> and it's like, damn, that's really him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Michael. Reincarnated, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, that's gonna be a tough find. And uh, mm. I like Antoine Fuqua as a director, but I'm also like, uh, this should have been Spike Lee's movie because like, 
because that would have been because he personally knew Michael. He directed some of his music videos and even made some documentaries on Michael. But then, but then, do you think Spike would have went into the? I think he would have because, like, with Malcolm X, he dealt with some some bad shit that Malcolm X did too. He's not afraid to like go into like the uh, the edgier parts of. Now, so now I just need the fucking the Spike Lee shot <laughs> and, yeah. and him moonwalking. Oh my god! Like that shit. That'd be, be amazing. Be, you know what, <laughs> you know what Alec? It's not too late. Like, I mean, he still has. He still has. <laughs> he got, it. I, I know he's been signed off to or uh, signed on to you know film it, but you know he surprising could, things have happened. You know? the, I don't know. I feel like I feel like I'd rather see him like per, <laughs> in, like in, uh, independently produce his own biopic on him. Because I feel like, oh, uh, what if he does that? Like this one comes out, and Spike is like, man, I don't I'm like. It. I'm gonna make my own, my own, <laughs> compete against that one. Oh god, that's such a boss ass. Like just move. doesn't even get any like boss clearance move. or anything. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that, that, this is because they have the family estate. I mean, <laughs> you can hear the actual music instead of like that. That yeah, that's gonna be mm. nice to hear that. But like, and it, oh yeah, and the other problem I have is produced by uh, the producer Bohemian Crapsody. <laughs> Which is uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bohemian now, Rhapsody. Now, if I'm not mistaken, do you guys think he got that just because of how big and well it, Bohemian Rhapsody, Crap City was received? Absolutely. Okay. Because that made that movie made like damn near a billion dollars. So yeah. I think the the studios were like, you know what? He was able to make it successful. Use whatever formula he did over there onto this. Well, who who did who did Rocket Man? Oh, Ooh, fuck. that's a good one. Uh, Dexter Fletcher, I think he directed it. Yeah, Rock- that was a good movie. Yeah, Rocket Man was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I think because Bohemian just took off. Yeah, they were probably like, "Oh, you can do that with Michael." Yeah, and uh, but yeah, but yeah, I don't trust the man buying Bohemian Rhapsody to make this movie because I feel like it's gonna go for that cookie cutter biopic style where it's like kind of clean cut mm-hmm. kind of thing going on. It's like very crowd pleasing, which is fine. I'm sure everybody wants. Everybody's gonna see this this movie anyway. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like this movie has potential to make a billion dollars for sure. I think so. Yeah, I think I think the trailer is going to tell us everything. Exactly. Yeah. Like right now, you know, details or whatever. But once they actually get it cast and they start filming, mm-hmm. a trailer comes out. Like the hype on that is going to be insane. It's it's going to be wild. <laughs> it's going to be wild. Whatever your feelings are about Michael. When you see that trailer and you just see that motherfucker fucking moonwalking. But what do you, well, about to say, what, do you, what song do you think they'll use for the trailer? Because I feel like they're going to use. They have so many. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be between Bad or Billie Jean. Or maybe Thriller. Thriller, yeah. Billie Jean. <laughs> Billie Jean, yeah. Billie Jean. I, I, feel like, like, I could just like imagine that. I could, I could hear like, boom, like Bad. It was like, boom, yeah. Boom. You see Michael through the shadow. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> And then the sound goes out. Some yeah. like some like studio exec like, "What's your name, son?" He's like Michael Jackson. And no, <laughs> wait, wait, what? If, no, no, no. What if they don't even use like that? Uh, that Michael? They use the Jackson Five. Oh yeah, they probably open up the trailer. <laughs> they could, they could, yeah. And maybe it's just like maybe so they just have somebody else. See, the whole thing with the Jackson Five could be a movie in itself. Yeah, like for real. Like, I'm telling you, they got an eight part film series. Yeah. <laughs> Talk it about could. his time with Diana Diana Ross. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. There's so much ad. There's so, so much, much to go into. Yeah, that trailer that trailer is gonna it's gonna set the state it's gonna set the scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That will tell us because you know they're gonna have fucking the thriller yeah. where they're fucking dancing in the thing in the street. 
They're going to have the Super Bowl performance. God, yeah, they have yeah. to recreate music videos too. Shit. <laughs> and then, and then, if they want to throw in some, you know, the Pepsi where he, he burns his hair, you got fucking where he's holding blanket. Oh God! Like, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. But like Macaulay Culkin. Oh, oh, but, but before, before I forget, he was actually, I believe, he was either dating or dating Elvis Presley's daughter, Lisa Marie Presley. Yes, and she recently passed away. Yes. Mm. So we had to so give a shout out to her. Like, sorry for her passing because I believe she, I, I saw her with Austin Butler at the Golden Globes. And mm, like oh, two wow. days later, she like passed away from cardiac arrest. So it was like, it sucks to hear that. Yeah. It must have been really shocking for them to hear that. But yeah, maybe they can go into that history with it. I don't know if they will. That's, but it's just so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, it better not end up like the. I'm sure it won't because there's more talented, more talented people behind this. But the fucking Tupac movie. Oh my god, that disgrace of a movie. What is it? All eyes on me. Something. Yeah, all eyes on me. It was like a lifetime, (laughs) (laughs) like a lifetime movie in a movie theater. That's what it felt like. Yeah, they. That was so bad. What did you guys think about the NWA? The that uh, one, the that Compton. Yeah, there you go. Straight out of Compton. I like that movie. Yeah, that okay. I one. thought it was good. I think that I think that came out first, and then the Tupac one, right? All I no. or opposite. No, Straight out of Compton came out first. Did yeah, it? see, yeah, it did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah, then because yeah. I was in high school. When, yeah, Straight out of Compton uh, did really well, and so I think they were trying to like you know keep that flow going and did the All Eyes on Me, which then in turn counts. But you know oh, which one that gets slept on? Mm. Notorious. Notorious was. Notorious. I haven't seen that one in a long time. That one's pretty good. I haven't. Seen the guy that got to play Biggie was really good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like. Mm-hmm. I like him. I thought. I thought the guy who's the God Sean. No, Derek Luke. Derek. Oh yeah, Derek Luke played the PDD. Did he? Which? Yeah. Yeah. Sean uh, Cole. Yeah. <laughs> Puff Daddy. Well, at the time. Well, but now he's now he's P Diddy. He's yeah. P Diddy now. Yeah. Like yeah. like P E E. One of the one of the city girls. <laughs> what? One of the city girls came out and was, and was like, she likes golden showers. You did not see that interview. Don't lie to us. I did not see that. She was. Uh, she was. Oh. I guess Trina had I, I a rather, show. I rather not pay attention to the city girls. <laughs> well, you pay attention to Ice Spice. I do not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> don't you put that lie on me. Don't put, don't put that on my conscience. <laughs> you find I was feeling you? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's a whole, that, we're not a music podcast. <laughs> yeah, you're Sorry, talking about but, We're not uh, talking, we're not no jumper. Yeah. We're not going to talk about <laughs> But there was, did you see that fight though in there? I did. That was insane. That shit was wild. <laughs> like, bro, just really got up, spit on him. Mm-hmm. And then the dude is still sitting there like, bro, get up. Little, little, he just little spit kelpie, on you. Little Kelpie. Little Kelpie the Pimp. Little Kelpie the Pimp. The 18-year-old Pimp. Like, uh, he's like, you a bitch. Who called a bitch? <laughs> you. I'm little Kelpie the Pimp. And then he spits on him. And Kelpie just sits there, and then the, and then the black dude just gets up and wham, 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 wham. See, 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 Caden, this is the stuff you need to cut out. <laughs> oh, we're Lord. getting so off we are, topic. Yeah, we are, we are. cut all that. <laughs> so, Caden, if you're listening to this, cut this out. Yeah. But, uh, but, but yeah, that's funny though. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but I I did enjoy Notorious though. Yeah, I thought Notorious was pretty good. I like the part where th- there are some things where I where I feel like okay, that was kind of messed up. Where like. After Pac gets killed, 
and then Biggie is putting out his second album, and then he's sitting there and he's like, oh, "I did it! I'm the greatest." It's like, mm, but that's only you're only saying that because because your biggest competition is now gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that to me was like a little little weird. But then I also thought the part was hilarious where he Big was trying to call and then. Diddy was trying to stop him. He's like, no, no. He's trying to get the phone, and he couldn't. He's like, come on, I ain't putting on no tip of tantrums. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Some that, shit like that. Oh, good. Hold on, and I know. And then Caden, you can cut this whole part out that I'm about to. But <laughs> hit him up though is one of the greatest diss songs ever. Yeah, because you just know fucking Biggie's people is sitting in there when they listen to that shit, and when Pac comes on, that's why I fuck your bitch, you fat motherfucker, mm-hmm. and. If I'm sitting there in the room, <laughs> I know I got I know I got a rep Biggie, but oh fuck, we in for it. I was like, oh god, I'm looking at this nigga like, He's bro, right. you He's better you better get in the booth. He did do that. He did do it. <laughs> like, and then he just goes on that whole, you know, I'm fuck you and your motherfucking mama. It's like, mm. <laughs> like you got to sit there and be quiet. But then when Biggie leave the room, oh fuck, he roasted that motherfucker. Yeah, he did. You know what I mean? Like, it's great. That's tough because I definitely would have sat there and like fuck. I need to go join the West. <laughs> I'm, I'm moving. Right, I'm, I'm moving to Cali. Yeah, I'm out of here, man. <laughs> fuck that boy. I don't want to be down with them. But Caden, you can cut all that out. Yeah. But do you guys think that this movie is going to be actually be good though? Mm-hmm. Uh, I have hopes. I have high hopes. Why? I mean, they every everybody that's involved, minus the Bohemian Crap City guy. It looks like it could go f- to a good results. That's why. Uh, maybe we'll keep that on lock just in case when the movie does come out and John ends up being asked, we can go back to John and be like, what happened? What happened? <laughs> they <laughs> fucked me over is what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I gave them the benefit of the doubt. I gave them a hope and they <laughs> fucked me over. <laughs> But that's a good way to put it. Like, do you think? Do you think they will cast? Because, like, with with all eyes on me, they went for more looks than. Oh, than they definitely got than a guy that looks like him. I'll give him that. Like, or do you think they're like? I know, like people like justify a good performance on this looking like the person. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't know because someone like Austin Butler doesn't look exactly like Elvis. But he betrays it so well that yeah. you can kind of you believe it enough where yeah. it's like okay yeah this is Elvis because like I forgot I was watching a movie until like, <laughs> mm. I looked up like more of a close up like oh yeah that's not Elvis, that's not Elvis. <laughs> yeah yeah but he uh, did transform uh-huh. yeah but I feel like if they do they probably will go based more on on acting talent and the dance because you gotta find someone that can dance <laughs> shit that's true yeah. Chris Brown is getting ready. No, Chris Brown is not let Chris, not let Chris Brown anywhere near this. Movie. Chris Brown is getting Chris Brown in his curls already. Look, if he didn't commit what he did <laughs> multiple times, by the way, he probably would would be a contender for it. How would that even work? <laughs> like, how would that? Even, what, what stage of Michael's life would he play? He would be the yes, curl. He would be up until bad. Mm. Like around he there, could be in the bad, or maybe they just stomped a yard his ass, <laughs> lie and say he's in the movie, and then he dies. Like, <laughs> first five minutes. Oh yeah, I remember that. That was funny. But I, I think, I think it, I think with this one, this could be 
the musical biopic of all musical biopics. Yeah, that's the I one. This is so. the one I feel like you well, pop. I feel like the Tupac one was the one you can't fuck up. But yeah, did. but this but. one, <laughs> you messed this one up. Yeah, it'll be it'll be it'll be tough. So yeah, hope I have. So yeah, here here to you, Mister Fuqua. Hope you're able to make a good movie if you can. <laughs> But uh, yeah, this goes into a greater conversation about the upcoming because ever since Bohemian Rhapsody, there's been a trend. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jonathan, you want to explain that trend? Yeah. So, like Alex said, ever since the successful biopic of Bohemian Rhapsody came out and it made nearly a billion dollars at the box office, there has been this trend of developing of like a bunch of musical artists' biopics coming out. And so, we want to read some of the upcoming ones that are. Uh, be coming out hmm. we have bob dylan biopic directed by james mangold starring timothy chalamet i was actually surprised when i read this one the bgs biopic is going to be directed by is it lorraine lorraine scafari lorraine scafaria yeah I'm, I'm excited for that one. Uh, i like the bgs that's the bgs isn't it yeah, yeah. okay yeah. there we go <laughs> we also have a Madonna Madonna biopic, which is going to be directed and written by Madonna herself. Yeah, I don't know about that shit. <laughs> you know, now, okay, okay, okay. Let me finish reading yeah, this okay, and I'll okay, ask yeah. you guys a question too. Just, just read out the whole thing and we'll go into okay, it. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so it's going to be written and directed by herself, potentially starting, starring, sorry, Julia Garner from Ozarks. After holding intense auditions with actors such as Florence Pugh, Alexa Demi, Sydney Sweeney, and Bibi Rexa. And you know you know who I instantly thought? Hmm? Lady Gaga. I you know what? Like yeah. instantly, like when you said Madonna, I'm like, Yeah, Lady Gaga could one thing I, about that though, because I do know and that's what I wanted to like kinda like go into. Madonna is like one of those like like a diva type thing. They're both of like, divas. Yeah. So I don't know if they even Lady know. Gaga would even want to do it because they've been compared to each other a whole lot. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but like ever since Lady Gaga's fame, people have compared her to Madonna because of all like the costume things that she's done and all that. So I think Lady Gaga has like tried to distance her distance herself from Madonna and be like, no, I'm my own person. I'm not I get copying that. her, mm-hmm. but she can sing. So yeah. you don't have to you don't have to like train somebody right. or like do a fake, you know. To me, it's like asking, I don't know, to me, it's like asking Rihanna to play Mariah Carey in a biopic. I can see that. Like, it's kind of like, it's like, I can see it's that. It's like, I can maybe see it, but then it's like their egos are just so, yeah. so like she huge. Might, she like, might fuck like, up on purpose. I don't want to play that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm me. I have my own brand. Yeah, and that kind of thing. And then the actor's like, okay, I'm supposed to become this person. I will become this person. Yeah. Yeah. And one thing I was going to say that shocked me was that, well, not really it shocked me like that way, but that Julia Garner got it over BB Rexa only in the sense of that BB Rexa is a singer. I mean, you know, no, no, I, 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 I know this, like it's more about <laughs> acting, you know, than, than, than singing. Yeah. But I wonder how much singing is going to go into it then. I mean, in she's the a fucking singer. Yeah, let's see if Julia Garner is a singer. Cause I think she, out of all, I think, Florence Pugh and Julia Garner probably would be the best for this. Let me see what she looks like for this part. Who? Julia. What? Julia Garner. Yeah, she's on Ozark. Yeah, oh she yeah, plays yeah, the, yeah, yeah. She's Ruth. the curly-haired blonde. Yeah, Ruth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I and listen, I love Ruth, but I don't know. I think if you like, 
I don't know, especially if it looks like young Madonna, like it's pretty spot on. Okay. In terms of like how they look, and then like, and then she's a really great actress too. Because I really she like is her. Really she, yeah, yeah, she is great. So I'm sure she can pull off that performance. So as Florence Pugh, she can pull off the look and yeah. the acting, and she can sing. So I I'm haven't like, seen Florence Pugh sing. She's, so she's a good singer. What has she sang in? She um, sang in that, that fucking uh, Don't Worry Darling movie. She sang in that. Oh, she did. And there's like videos on YouTube of her singing. She's a good singer. Okay. I need to look look that. But okay. Interesting. But yeah, I'm, I, I'm just surprised Baby Rexer was on there. Because I'm just like, her. it's like everything about her doesn't fit Madonna at all. <laughs> well, I think it's just, you know, the, the, the singing aspect of it. Even though they both have like distinct voices. This baby uh, Rex just, is such a curvaceous woman. I'm just like, I can't see it. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm not saying like. <laughs> <laughs> she is. Like, have you not seen her? <laughs> I have. Yeah, she's a very gracious woman. I just like, I'm just like, I just picture okay, her makes, trying to do the whole sense. Madonna yeah. thing. It's kind of like. I mean, uh, she kind of looks like her though. Baby Rexa? Yeah. A little bit. Uh, like, like a, like in certain, with certain hairstyles, she yeah. kind of looks like her. Mm-hmm. I was like, I have like, I'm watching the whole thing. I'm just like, no, nah, that's Baby Rexa, not Madonna. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That oh. wouldn't be interesting. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Who, who else is on the docket? So we also have a biopic on Jerry Garcia from the band The Grateful Dead. Directed is going to be directed by Scar- Martin Scorsese, starring Jonah Hill. We have a biopic mm-hmm. on the life of Bob Marley, which is going to be directed by Reynold. Reynaldo, yeah, Reynaldo, Marcus Green, who also directed Richard King Richard. Yeah, he directed King. Yeah, and it's going to be starring Kingsley Ben Adir and. Lashana, Lashana Lynch, Lashana Lynch, hmm. and we also have another film about Elvis, which is coming, coming, but it's going to be told from the perspective of his wife, okay. Priscilla, Priscilla Pre- Presley. It's going to be directed by Sofia Coppola and starring Kaylee Spain, Spainy, yeah, and as Priscilla with Jacob Elordi taking the role of Elvis. That's going to be an interesting one, to say the, the least. It's a very tall Elvis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jacob I, could, I could like kind of see it too, just because like, like I could just imagine him with a pompadour I and seen, like give me that look of like. I seen pictures of him as Elvis on set, hmm. and like, it's like, and this is this is stuff where like set pictures are usually not right. a great way to like tell what how a movie's going to be because it's like actors just hanging around set in costume and it's like they're not all done up. But he kind of looks like Robbie Rotten from uh, Lazy Town. <laughs> Remember what he looks like? <laughs> I need to look at the meme. Like we are number one. <laughs> Robbie, but Rotten. yeah, Jacob Elordi, who is in who's in uh, Euphoria, mm-hmm. and is a potential front runner for Superman right now. Oh, that that guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, front runner. But I, I read somewhere that James, not James, uh, James, yeah, James Gunn had said he hasn't thought of anybody. Yet, because he hasn't, but he hasn't ruled Jacob Elordi out. Mm. That's the thing. Mm. So I feel like he's still in that. He's, he's still in, in the that realm. realm. Yeah, Jake, I look like I still got that hope. I still got that hope. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I be that right hope for this, the hope. This, this, this offhand prediction I made from we come true. <laughs> but but um, yeah, I just think it's interesting that they're already coming out of another Elvis movie so fast, even though it's not. From the perspective of like Elvis or his or his manager is more from his wife, mm-hmm. yeah, which is interesting. Maybe this one might go into like what Jamal said the the, the darker part. Maybe they could, yeah. Maybe I believe it's produced by A twenty four. So oh, so most likely <laughs> okay. But yeah, and it's very interesting because I'm like, I think it's cool to see some of these 
biopics come up because I'm, I'm interested in the Bee Gees one because they have a lot of history there too. Like because they were all brothers and they all fought a lot mm. and stuff like that. The Bob Dylan one is interesting because mm-hmm. I think Tim Chalamet is going to make a good Bob Dylan. Does he sing as well? I don't know if he does, but mm. I know Tim Chalamet does. I'm sure he can learn, right? <laughs> to sing like Bob Dylan, sing damn it. And I know he's taking. I know he was taking guitar lessons and shit. So. Okay, but and the Madonna one. I don't know about that one. Even though I think the casting. The potential oh. casting for that is going to be good, but I don't know about Madonna directing and writing it herself. Real quick, before we move on to Madonna, what do you guys think of the person or the, the <clears throat> artist themselves being involved closely to the project? Is it Can that be a good thing <clears throat> or a bad thing? I'm going to go with my, my opinion first. I think it can be a negative thing because you are very one-sided of how you want the story to go and how you want it to tell it, depending on the artist too, because there are, there are many artists that also have been involved with their biopics and if it's come out good my example eight mile like a semi though i know i know it's like yeah, a semi, but yeah. you know like a full-on marshall no <laughs> like <laughs> i need him to be not be rabbit yeah i want him to be marshall man <laughs> because it, because and i'll and i'll yeah, jump in yeah. on your question go ahead because he's already told all his you know his life is out there yeah so it's not like it's not like if if eminem was to be on set and be like oh no i don't want you to talk about me talking about my mom yeah like he's like no we can go to cleaning out my closet and we can listen to you talk about her so i think in that sense where you were going i think he would be one where it'd be like okay like we can we can cover everything yeah because that's what kind of helped him become who he is yeah but i i do agree that like some people will probably be like nah i'm not letting you put that out there yeah r kelly oh like okay (laughs) and for example like madonna i feel like she would just want like you know like the diva like you know i want this i want that you know and like would be very very hands-on and like a lot of times you know it's good because it's about you but or like about the artist but Sometimes you need to take a step back and let the, let the people that you, you know, quote unquote hired to do, to do what they need to do to tell that story. But then, I mean, it's, it's also that it's that ego. Right. And mm-hmm. kind of pride mm. where it's like, they don't want, they don't want that to be, you know, out yeah. there. Like, not Jay-Z, I was going to Dr. Dre and Ice Cube producing the Straight Outta Compton movie. Yeah. And I know the Dr. Dre excluded a part of his history. That's been a well... Uh, okay, don't do that. <laughs> That's offensive. <laughs> but yeah, he, he had some abuse, uh, d- abuse problems, problems, and uh, but they didn't re- they didn't really delve into that at all at in all in the movie from what I remember. But but yeah, I feel like it could be a negative, but it'd be too close to the to the story, right? Do you know you know what's funny about the Dr. Dre situation? I was working somewhere. I'm not, I'm not going to say names. I won't say where, right. Uh, but I was working somewhere and I was friends with like the coworker and like really just like, we were just friends. Like just, you know, she was into film and whatever. She was just cool as fuck. And then I left and then it kind of found out that like, Oh, she's related to him. Dr. And I was like, no fucking way because i was just sitting there i was just like man like we just had regular conversations right like she never like you know mentioned it mentioned it or anything like that you know and i remember like i was talking about like eminem and and dr dre and like she didn't ever like like she was poker faced right and then i just was like oh that's cool though 
but yeah. Interesting. Hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's really insane. But yeah, this also just goes into the whole, because, you know, it's been a trend. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot more I haven't even put down here. There's like a, there's like a Dolly Parton biopic in the works. She just, Dolly like, Parton? Yeah. Yeah. Dolly. She just announced her retirement. So it's, you know. Yeah. Dolly Parton. And then there's going to be a, there's even a biopic on Sublime that's coming. What? I was like, why does Sublime need a biopic yeah. for? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. But, but what are your, what's your guys' thoughts on that? Do you think this is going to be like something that's going to die out quickly or. Because I mean, biopics have been around for decades. Right, right. right Not right. like it's a new thing, but it's just been more like more apparent yeah. recently. I don't think so. I think I think they're here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think with like the streaming services now, I think we're going to see. And I think that's kind of a question I wanted to ask you guys, but I'll answer yours. I think they're going to be around because there's so many artists out there that you could tell a story that people would be like, "Oh, I fucking love this person. I would go fucking watch it." I mean, shit, we just got a Whitney Houston one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, know? for sure. So I think it's definitely, there's definitely a market for it because I think if they're done right and if they do touch on kind of the both good and the bad of their lives, I think people would be like, man, I really, you know, I really want to go see that. And I want to see more of my favorite artists. Mm-hmm. But uh, do you guys think biopics work good as just movies or if they are better as like a series where like you can kind of tell like the Wu-Tang the Wu-Tang is pretty much the Wu-Tang American Saga on Hulu yeah yeah that's a that's a biopic but it's told over three seasons now yeah and their final is coming out in February Mm -hmm. so it's like it's like they could have did a movie would the interest have been there for a Wu-Tang movie though like they're big yeah I think I think there would be yeah yeah yeah, I feel like there would be a interest in seeing a like a full feature film in theaters. But then I think I think I think they did it with like the series where it's like we don't have to rush it because it feels like sometimes yeah. with a movie it's like it's they rushed, have to yeah you know mm-hmm. but like it's like with this it's like no if you if you let us get off three seasons we can tell a full kind of story yeah. of you know of our what happened yeah exactly yeah. so do you guys think biopic series is going to become like a thing or is it just going to still be just movies oh Alec gets her first I feel like they're going to continue just making more movies about it mm-hmm. and then like for TV shows I'm not sure because yeah like you said the the Wu-Tang Tank Clan show is pretty good I remember I haven't seen the second season yet I know they're like wrapping it up pretty soon mm-hmm. but I did enjoy that and they've delved more into them to them more as people than anything but i feel like for like i don't know how to answer that question because i would rather see more documentaries on mm. these people than anything yeah i yeah. feel like those go way more i rather hear from, from the people themselves mm-hmm. first of all and then like there's more corners that they can go to into about like fabricating some stuff yeah because yeah for documentaries you gotta go into the facts or what we yeah. believe to be the facts mm-hmm. so it's just stuff like that it's not like a whole ass recreation of it i think i think like like somebody like michael right <clears throat> that's a movie like i think when it when you've reached like the, the height stardom yeah. you know what i mean like no that's a movie yeah but then i think there's like some people who may not necessarily warrant a biopic yeah like a yeah. full movie like a feature but then it's like all right you can tell series. it in a in a series you know 
Yeah. Like a short series or something. Yeah, like, like yeah, limited. Yeah. So my thought would be it would just really ultimately depend on what you're trying to tell and how much you're trying to tell of the story. I would agree with you on the like if they're big time, you know, and they know they have enough fans and support to put enough butt on seats on the theater or whatever, you know, definitely a movie. But if you like, you know, if it's like, you know, no, they're known, but not really, you know, to the general public, maybe a show. And I think maybe sometimes even like it could go as far as like somebody, you know, that has a long story such as Michael can make it into like a series just because of their long like history and how much stuff has happened in their life. You know, mm-hmm. there are just some people that, you know, no offense, but have a only a few interesting things that go on here and there. So those need to be told kind of like quicker, I guess. Story You're talking about somebody in particular? No, just just saying. Oh, okay. Now, I have a question <laughs> for you guys. In the spirit of biopics, not necessarily musical artists, like musicians and all that. But what biopic do you, do you see for coming in the future that you want to see? I think we're definitely going to get a Barack Obama one. Okay. We've had a few of those already, I think. But I think like more like his, his presidency, like a like a like a real, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Because um, there was the Michelle Obama one, right? Remember yeah, that about one? Them, yeah. that one of them going on a date for the yeah. first time. Yeah, uh, that's a very good question. Yeah, and then there's one. See, I college. me personally, I would love to see a Kobe one. Mm, mm. Yes, I think that would be. I think that would be pretty good. Of course, I could see LeBron getting one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady, like if we're like if we're talking sports, yeah, yeah. Excuse me, we have eighty for Brady. Oh, that's I'm the sorry. that's the biopic, and he's already in it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's already in it. Oh, I was shit. thinking Lionel Messi for sure. Oh yeah, 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 mm, yeah. And then and and then for artist, I was even thinking maybe like Beyonce or like Jay Z. I could see I, I could yeah. see I could see theirs kind of being yeah. Literally, just call that shit Bonnie and Clyde because that's what yeah. they, or Jay and Bay yeah. Because, I mean, they, like, you know, their stories do entwine a lot. But how would you explain their... Uh, that one could be a series. See? Because yeah. it could be, like, be. just yeah. at least their beginnings. Have, they both have very, like, distinct beginnings. They could also release two separate movies where it's, like, not separate. Ah. But, like, it could be, like, one Beyonce, Jay-Z biopic from her side of the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One from his, and then they combine together, yeah. They make a trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> a trilogy. The, 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 the third one's going to be called Blue Ivy. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just kidding. Okay, but uh, uh, Alec, I've been. It's like a one, like one of those like dream projects of mine. But like, I would like to like do like a biopic, like the early days of Def Jam. Mm. Ooh, like you know how like Russell Simmons and Rick Rubin how they like got together and yeah. created like uh, like you know founded the Beastie Boys and stuff like that. Because like yeah, they got the Beastie Boys. Mm. Yeah, they changed they changed a lot in the game for rap music. Mm. And so did the Rick and Russell Simmons. They're like they're like legends in the industry. So it'd be interesting to see something like that. And also throwing like Run DMC in there. Yeah, yeah. See young, so, young LL Cool J. Yeah. <laughs> there's so much that you could tell with that story. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, before we go on, I do want to say one last thing about the artist being involved with their biopics and like kind of like choosing like who they want represent them, kind of type thing. I did see in an interview with Snoop Dogg that I think he was working or is currently working on a project of like a biopic of himself. Mm -hmm. And he had asked Nipsey Hussle to be his 
the the one to portray him in his biopic. That'd be and Nipsey Nipsey had like told him no. And then he asked him like why? He's like, because like no respect like no disrespect to you, but you know, you are who you are. And if I portray you and I do a good job, people are just going to see me as your shadow. And I don't want that. Yeah, I want to exactly be the thing with Lady Gaga. And yeah. Madonna. Yeah. yeah. And so that's why he was like, I want to do my own thing and people know me and like remember me for my own, you know, things that I do. So I, I don't think, I don't think he I don't think Nipsey. Not just, you know, shit on, but I don't think he could have pulled Snoop off, though. I don't know. That's Snoop, what that's what Snoop said. Snoop is that. such a unique person mm-hmm. yeah. that anybody trying to do Snoop is going to be tough. I remember they had Lakeith Stanfield play Snoop and what's it called? Straight, straight Outta Compton. Straight Outta yeah, Compton, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, it was like, he doesn't really look like him, but like he he's had that attitude just like him that's like believable. Like, yeah, I'm looking, yeah. I'm looking at this young Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. Just like do some more stuff like that. Yeah. And then they, then the Tupac movie, it had a guy that looked like Snoop Dogg, and this had like I don't know, sounded like they had like a, him dubbed over. <laughs> I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounded like Snoop Dogg. It was kind of like, oh, this is weird. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, oh, what the fuck am I listening to? Yeah. <laughs> oh god! But yeah, and other biopics I would like to see. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that'd be. It. I don't know. I feel like it'd be interesting to like talk about just the the SoundCloud era of rap. Two, I don't know. That's not. I, I, I not, can see that one more of as a documentary. More like a documentary. Yeah. I don't know. Because that's something interesting like that. too. Yeah, make a series or something. I don't know. Yeah, I, I would like to see like an actor like Denzel. Mm-hmm. I was just you thinking about I mean? that too. Like, you know, we haven't really seen like a biopic on an actor. Yeah. Per se, because that'd be that'll be tough. Yeah. yeah about to say we are getting the Buster Keaton biopic yeah, of Rami Malek soon. So that's an actor and director. But also, I'm like also into like I don't know, get more experimental with your biopics. I would like to see Robin Williams. Oh yeah, I think that would be one where it's like if if there and there was a guy. I think we had sent the video in the group chat mm-hmm. a couple months ago. But there was a guy who was like he was acting like Robin, and it was like holy shit. Oh yeah, I remember that. Okay, yeah, that so, short film thing. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, all right, like if. There's, you know, yeah, I would, I would like to see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then what was I was going to say, but yeah, I like to see more biopics get more experimental with their stuff because it, even though you weren't the biggest fan of Elvis, but like, I like the style of oh, it. I, I, I enjoyed it. Oh yeah. No, yeah. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> even though you were the biggest fan of it, but, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. it was like the style of it was like really like was something that pulled me in. Yeah. Like yeah. compared to other biopics. It's like, like I said before, it's like speed racer <laughs> with, with Elvis in it. <laughs> And then there's also there's the Rocket Man. It was Rocket Man, the biopic about Elton John. Yeah, that was more like a musical. Yeah, yeah. that was really a biopic. It was like telling his story through his songs. Yeah, I think it's an interesting way to do a biopic too. Just for like I don't know, if they do ever do a bi- biopic about Prince, they should do something like that. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. I now that brings up a. I think if Michael does well, I think Prince will get one. Mm-hmm. Will be the next one. Will be the next one. And yeah, then there's also this movie called I'm Not Here. I believe it's called that. Mm-hmm. But maybe make sure. I think Kendrick Lamar could get one too later on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not there. Okay. It's called I'm Not There. But it's a Bob Dylan biopic. But the thing is, they they taught, they, they showed the story of Bob Dylan in a non-linear way. 
And they have like different people play Bob Dylan in different eras of his life. Because hmm. in one way they have like, oh yeah, Heath Ledger was in this movie. He played Heath Ledger played Bob Dylan what is, what is that? in this movie. I'm not there. I'm not Heath, there. Heath Ledger played Bob Dylan in this movie. And then like then and then like a couple like a cut like twenty minutes later and you, you, they then they trust you Christian Bale playing Bob Dylan. And then another couple minutes later, they have like Kate Blanchett, you know, playing Bob Dylan. It's like a you know an actress. She's playing Bob Dylan. And she does and she plays the shit out of Bob Dylan because it's like super, super good the way she plays him. Mm. And and then then they have a little black boy playing <laughs> Bob Dylan. It's like it's like showing Bob Dylan for all these like unique ways. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah. They just have like a bunch of actors just playing Bob Dylan, telling his story for like unconventional ways. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Seth Rogen definitely could get one. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Tell the story of a super bad, <laughs> super bad again. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's like, like one thing I'll say about him, the guy made the movies he wanted to make. Like no doubt about it. Like he made the movies. He, you know made what I mean? The movies like he, he went into Hollywood and just like, Made the movies he wanted to make. I'm a tear. Ain't nobody could say. Then nobody could say anything different. I'm a tear that bitch up. It's like super bad, and this is the end. I love this at the end. Pineapple Express. I don't know what it was. Other. He, he came in at the right time, the right era to make the movies. Yeah, <laughs> he came in, did his shit. Now he's directing. Oh god. Yeah. All right. You know. But yeah. So that's the thoughts on the biopics. Man, that's a that's a whole episode that we could just dive into. We could because yeah. there's so much to just really touch on with that. Mm-hmm. And we're like, we're just scratching the surface. <laughs> But uh, so Alec, you sent. So now we're going to talk about some trailers. Yeah. Yes, sirs. So <laughs> Jonathan had had sent a text message a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, should we just read it? If I can just we'll read it. No, you can just just, just go. No, I'm going to fucking cover it. We're going to talk about it. Uh, we're going to talk about it. So I'm, I'm, we're going to read it. Uh, uh, Jonathan had important it. news to tell. Oh, he was he was so Very like, excited for it. Okay. Where can I find it? I mean, you don't have to really like find it here because there's a lot that goes on. Let me know when you find it. No, you know we don't have to really go. We're doing it. I probably could have just searched it at this point. (laughs) So basically, Jonathan. Thank you, Alec. Jonathan was like. Oh, but Jonathan basically was like texting us one day. Hey. Guys, my brother Ed found it. Oh yeah, you can sorry. Oh, no. Yeah, I'll read it. Yeah, right. So God. Monday at noon, Jonathan says, "Hey guys, so my older brother Edwin, shout out Edwin, suggested an idea for the pod: review trailers for upcoming movies because he said he can already imagine the jokes to some movies coming out, like Cocaine Bear, and he said as a viewer, people will love it. And then Alex said, "I mean, don't we do that already?" And, and then Jonathan replied, actually, I think you're right. But like, that's what's the funny about like, I think you're right. What I do you mean? I think we I have. Think you right. were here when we've done it. He's, he's like, but maybe let's do pick a favorite trailer and then like an ass cheeks trailer or something along the lines of that. I sent a gif, awkward silence. <laughs> Alex says, laughing my ass off. So, so then. So then we we finally get to the to the whole point of it. The point where it's just like, or I guess just talk about cocaine bear, lol, because he wants to know what we think about it. And so then Alex said, Jonathan, lol, 
long-winded way to just say talk about cocaine. (laughs) 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 So here we are. So we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about trailers. We're gonna talk about the Netflix 2023, the film's preview trailer that came out. Yeah, huh? And, yeah. You know, yep. What what kind of got our interest? Mm-hmm. And then we're gonna talk about Cocaine Bear, Ant Man, and the Wasp. Bo is afraid and Scream Six. So I I haven't seen Cocaine Bear. Alec had told us to watch it before, but I was like, I'm gonna watch it while we're while we're filming. So. Do we want to start with that one since that's the one? Uh, sure, we Cocaine could. Bear. All right, well, let's, Cocaine uh, Bear. While I'm watching it, you guys can talk about it. So, for those of you that don't know, Cocaine Bear is a movie coming out about literally a bear, and and it's based on true events that have ha- that had happened. Mm-hmm. Bear in the wild, I guess, like some smugglers or like drug dealers had like. We're driving by an airplane. They were, I guess, like chase or something. They drop a bunch of like cocaine in the middle of a forest. A bear, you know, just happened to walk by it, sniffs it, gets high as shit and like goes into a rampage because of how crazy it is. And like there was a whole thing. And so basically, you know, Hollywood being the people that they are was like, hey, we run of we run up, we ran out of ideas to do movies. So why don't we just do a movie on cocaine bear and like you know what what happened you know was tragic and they were like this isn't fun funny or like you know cool enough let's you know put this movie on on cocaine and so <laughs> now we got cocaine bear which is basically a super fictionalized movie about what actually happened Alec. Oh god, we're gonna get copyright. Nope, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Alec, thoughts on the trailer and the movie itself? I mean, it looks like a funny movie. It looks like a fun movie, right? It's like it looks like one of those movies you can turn off your brain and just enjoy it for what it is. It's a movie. It's Cocaine Bear. Yeah, you're getting, <laughs> you're getting what you signed up for with that title, and directed by Elizabeth Banks. Mm, and I know that. Yeah. And it's produced by Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, which, oh, okay, this is interesting. <laughs> they, 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 they are the producers behind, uh, well, they directed 21 and 22 Jump Street. Mm-hmm. And they produced uh, and wrote Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Mm. So they're interesting filmmakers that I'm, I'm always looking forward to their work. But uh, yeah, but this also marks the fi- one of the final performances of Ray Liotta. He's in the tr- he's in the trailer for a bit, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so yeah, that's gonna be it's gonna be nice to see him on screen again. But since he passed away, but yeah, it's, I don't know how, how much to say. It looks fun. Okay, <laughs> that much to say. I mean, it's interesting that it's based on true events for that this is a thing that actually happened. But the bear yeah. died because you know cocaine. Yeah, the bear died over overdose. It's just fucking big ass bear. So is that a spoiler? I don't think he'll die in this. But it looks like he just goes more on a rampage. I mean, it looks like it looks like some wild shit. Yeah, it looks fun. It looks like I, first of all, I like the the what's the black guy from the wire? Not from the wire. No, yeah, he's in the wire. Oh yeah, yeah, he is in the wire. Isaiah Whitlock is that his name? Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, he's also in your honor. And mm-hmm. I like the I like the the lady. She was in the Watcher, the neighbor, the one where they have you guys seen the Watcher? I have not. Okay, the Watcher, Ooh, I was about to spoil it. The anyway. Watcher, the Watcher, Margot Martindale, the uh, um, this lady. Yes. Okay, she's in it. I like her. I mean, the bears on coke, or I'm sorry, <laughs> cocaine. It it looks like it's gonna be fucking wild. 
Oh, oh yeah, I like Margot Martindale. She's yeah. always playing the Southern Grandma. <laughs> this, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she looks like she can whip up some mean fucking biscuits. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I want her grits. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> oh, oh God! Simple. But yeah, it still does look like a fun movie. They got a uh, Han Solo in there. <laughs> we, we need to have like at the end of the year like clips. Of like the most outrageous things said, yeah, because that's up there right now. <laughs> I, want I want her grit. What about her biscuits? I want her biscuits. That shit is hilarious. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> what, what are we? What are we? I don't know, Javin. I don't know. I mean, I I just you know. Are you gonna be there? Are you gonna watch this day one? <sighs> Maybe should this be one that we watch as a family? Oh God! <laughs> you know what? Maybe maybe this is that one movie that we, there there needs to be at least one movie that we need to watch that you know can turn our brains off. You know, it's you know only, what I mean? It's only ninety minutes, so we'll be out of there faster than a Babylon. <laughs> God, hey, <laughs> well we that get out. There's still gonna be sunlight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, there you have it. I guess we're gonna go see Cocaine Bear. Yeah, expect that. Right. I also want to see Knock at the Cabin with y'all. I do want to see yes. that too. Yeah. So. I'm sorry. Can I just say with Cocaine Bear, the, the the CGI just looks ridiculous. It just it just makes me laugh. Oh yeah, how funny it is. But I think you know that's what they're going for. I expect. Yeah, I expect this to be like a realistic looking bear. You yeah. don't you don't expect Cocaine to look like Avatar like, too? Jumping, running up, jumping <laughs> up and down. He's he's hauling ass up yeah. there up there. What do they call it? EMT? Car. Okay. Bears pupils are like <laughs> climbing up the trees yeah. and shit. So yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be outrageous. Yeah, that's what you want out of something like this. Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna go. Just have them go all out and just start fucking people too. You know that that's that's true. If you if you want to go all out, go all out. You know, if you're gonna tell a story. You know, that's simple. Just why not go all out? <laughs> well, Make stuff up. That's that's cocaine bear that's for you. Yeah, Edwin. Shout out to Edwin and Jonathan. We know this Jonathan just wants yeah. it. Edwin, he's trying to say it was you. <laughs> Jonathan, did your brother really? Was your brother really like that? He had texted me that he suggest that suggesting it. Okay, so he, well, he wasn't like this should be a new segment you guys do. I came up with the idea of the segment, not realizing <laughs> that we've been doing trailer reviews <laughs> for the while. <laughs> I, did, I was like, John, the truth you, comes out. You have been on under, the pod. You've been part of the conception of the show. <laughs> you should know we talk about trailers as well. Not like <laughs> you, you get sent the show notes. <laughs> Like you record it every, every hey, time. Hey, you do hey, it. hey, guys! I'm John Burgundy. I don't read the show notes beforehand. I just read it <laughs> on the that's, spot. That's, that's your character. He literally just shows up. And, all right, what do we got? I'm the literal impersonation of John of Ron Burgundy. You know, hold on, let me just add some stuff right now. What, two seconds before we go live. But the next one is, yeah. is that is that really like a movie trailer? It's more like a, a scissor reel. Yeah. Of like movies that are coming on Netflix because I know every, beginning of every year. Every new year, they they start off a trip. They start off a, a showcase of like movies that are coming up on Netflix this year mm-hmm. in the coming months. And yeah, we watched it together. I sent it to the chat saying I watched like, it. They showed nothing but mid, yeah, except for like one thing which I'm interested in. But I want to hear you guys' thoughts on it. Yeah, it was pretty mid. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty mid. I'm trying to think if there was anything that really kind of caught my eye. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll watch it again, but for me, it was just like, mm, okay. No, not really. Nothing 
stood out. I think there was one, but I just forgot what's the name of it. Are I don't you know. setting up your TikTok over there? Or you <laughs> no, no, I was trying to see the, the list of the movies that were supposed to come out, but... <laughs> Why wouldn't you just watch the what's the name? Did just you, do it later. Did you not watch yeah. the thing? No, I did watch it. I just forgot what it was called. <laughs> ah. No, you didn't. Who's in it? I don't know. Who's in it? I don't know. <laughs> oh, well, no. The, the one with... Uh, yeah, I'm blanking on his name. Hemsworth? No. Kevin uh, Hart? No. Like, Kevin Hart. What's his name? Kevin Hart. <sighs> He's in Shaw, uh, Hobbs and Shaw. What's his name? The villain. Statham? Statham? No, the villain. Idris Elba? Idris Elba, that one. Which one movie is in? He's he's in one of the movies because I saw him in in the trailer for the Netflix Twenty Twenty Three. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Wasn't it? He was yeah. he was in something. Oh okay. No, I know you're yeah. talking about. I'm thinking the Luther thing. Yeah yeah yeah. Okay yeah. I, I couldn't like, remember the name of it. I was, like, I, was like, I don't remember. That. I'm sitting here thinking he's just pulling something <laughs> yeah. out of his ass. <laughs> no, that's gonna be that stood out to me. That one. He's yeah, like the you know the, the, okay. The one where he's in the wilderness. And then there, there's an animal. <laughs> the animal is like, second to the lion. You know, the animal no. with a cocaine bear. I'm just kidding. But nah. Yeah. It's like, this is all a bunch of mid. They, they show Millie Bobby Brown in some movie. Yeah. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> they just Kevin Hart doing some action movie. I'm like, I don't care. Oh, yeah. It's like Chris Hemsworth action movie. I'm like, I like, I, like, I like the first one that much. So I'm not excited for this some one. Some of the cinematography was interesting. Oh, uh, yeah. The action. That's yeah. cool. But everything that's else about it. Yeah. Like, and then, but the one I'm most and uh, they barely showed but it was uh, David Fincher's new movie that's called The Killer and that stars uh, Michael Fassbender from uh, you know playing Magneto mm-hmm. he was in a 12 Years a Slave really great actor but uh, yeah so they showed off a new David Fincher movie barely showed it I don't know why they did that mm. <laughs> <laughs> I should, they should just release a trailer for that because that's like that's like the, that's one of those Return to King moments <laughs> That I need to watch because I love David Fincher. There were, he directed us uh, things like Fight Club, Zodiac, Social Network, Social Network. Yeah, so but now maybe they're like he's not the king. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, they gotta give a spotlight to Millie Bobby Brown's new shit. <laughs> I mean, hey man, they're gonna ri- they're gonna ride her to the fucking wheels fall off. <laughs> <laughs> gonna make Reddit Reddit very excited. But <laughs> so, yeah, welcome to Netflix's 2023 Midfest. Yeah, mid. <laughs> they just play that for the whole trailer. <laughs> Let me play the trailer for you guys. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. It's like it's like compared to movies that are out in theaters right now, and right. compared to that, I'm just like I don't want to see that. I'm just, yeah. I'll just watch Avatar eight times. Like, yeah, before I, eight I mean, times. <laughs> I'll watch Fast and the Furious. Yeah, that is. Like, I'll just watch that. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But uh, besides that, we're gonna move on to the. Uh, <sighs> To the the upcoming, guess what? Marvel has a new movie coming out. Yeah, <laughs> which is sure. Why not? <laughs> which is this is the first time I heard that one. Yeah, Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, Quantumania. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, Jim, I was like, I saw your reaction to the You're like, oh shit. Yeah, I mean, but <laughs> well, but it, it's the complete opposite of my reaction to his reaction. No, oh, no, you, I you was, were looking. Hey, hey, I was you're happy. You were, I was, no, no, I was oh, faking I, it the entire time. <laughs> oh, okay, God. Yeah, you were. Sure. Yeah. He started Lion King in his fucking phone as he's watching the trailer. <laughs> we're like, what's the name? Rafiki is holding up Simba and shit. <laughs> he's holding up, holding the phone up, and, and then you slowly see his mouth agape. <laughs> like he was, he was amazed by the visuals, but you know, it's a new Marvel movie coming out, and it continues the story of the MCU. Yeah, and in this one, we're getting introduced to the uh, to the villain Kang, 
played by Jonathan Majors, who I think is going to steal this movie. Absolutely. But uh, yeah. And, not uh, for Paul Rudd. Not for, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> and, but yeah, this is going to be an interesting one because I think this is going to really set the tone for the rest of the other Marvel movies that are going to come out after this. Right. So this is like, you know, the main bad guy that's going to be a prolonging villain throughout the rest of the series. But I've seen some people complain about their trailer's visuals mm. in terms of his CGI and the cinematography. Because there are some shots that, l- that look very bland. Mm-hmm. And it looks like they just place them in front of a green screen. And they're like, okay, yeah, we'll figure out later where to put you. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like, and there's like light, you know, you know, the three point lighting system. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's like, it's like, they don't really have a main, a key light on anybody. Cause there is no key light in the quantum mania. There's gotta be a I'm light from somewhere. <laughs> 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 there's like no source light at all. But yeah, what do you got? What do you think of the visuals? I asked Jamal because he had the more, well, Jonathan had the more visceral reaction. But like, <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> it's it looked decent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, it didn't look the best, <laughs> and I think that's going to be a problem with you know with what Avatar has done. And I was like, Marvel, listen, you need to, you either got to step your shit up or they set the bar, yeah. Or fucking start doing some practical shit. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to see it. I like Paul Rudd. I don't see him as a superhero. <laughs> and I just and I just feel like, I feel like you're an ant man. You're an ant. <laughs> but he can also grow. Yeah. So then, and then. <laughs> He's a grower. So the, uh, Well. No, oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? His job, Paul Rudd's power is a never age. Yeah. He looks great. He looks like Fantastic. fucking from Clueless. He still yeah. looks the same. But yeah, I just don't see him as a fucking superhero. <laughs> and then you're going up against Jonathan Majors. And your 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 one line your your line in the trailer is you don't have to win just both of us have to lose he knows he's like I can't I can't yeah. handle myself against this peak human like <laughs> this, this specimen of a fucking villain man and all I can do is just shrink down to some fucking a crumb yeah okay I, I don't know, it gets me hyped whenever I see a superhero get his ass beat yeah a villain that's always it's like oh shit like when Bane was beating the shit out of Batman mm-hmm. I was like whoop his ass <laughs> get his ass <laughs> whoop his ass I love Christian Bale but whoop his ass yeah. like me and me watching that girl in Euphoria and the, the end when Maddie beats a oh. beats her ass oh, he's like yeah Maddie beat her ass oh yeah oh sorry <laughs> sorry this year this year ago I'm not gonna I'm not gonna remember it anyway <laughs> like, yeah Maddie beat her ass like that kind of shit like that <laughs> Yeah. So, but, yeah, it, it, it's ass. <laughs> what do you think of it, John? <laughs> I mean, the only reason why I was shocked, I will say this, is because I feel like there was a cameo in there that they shouldn't have shown in the trailer, which was uh, oh, Modok. <laughs> yeah, which was he's not, a, he's not a cameo though. He's like a full on supporting. Okay, well, not, you know what I mean. They they shouldn't they have shown him in the trailer. I thought face. it was more of a a, a surprise, or yeah. should have been a surprise. Yeah, because now it's like I I think the studios know that this movie is like mid as fuck, and they're like just trying to like hype it up. Well, he just anyway. created a, a new. A new fuck. <laughs> we're gonna take we're gonna take that clip. 
They know they know it's, it's mid, they know it's gonna be Mintville, so they just like <laughs> they know it's gonna go mid aisle. Yeah, shit. <laughs> they just know it's gonna be mid, and so they're trying to do their very best to like hype it up to make sure people come and watch it. And so I think they put Modoc or showed him, so that way they're like, okay, you know, maybe they'll watch it because of Modoc. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I just thought it was a missed all opportunity. Those, all, all three of those Marvel fans like me hyped to see Modoc. I don't have a fucking clue who I do. Mo- okay, Modoc is a- <laughs> I mean <laughs> actually <laughs> Modoc is in the comics. No. Modoc is basically he's a, he's just, he was a scientist. I forget how he became exactly became Modoc, but he got into an accident and he became fused with this android or some shit and then he <laughs> He's he's basically a giant big headed man with tiny legs. Oh, oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. that guy. Yeah, that was the one the who fucking, flies around. That was in the like, back. Yeah, yeah. The nigga that looks like the character from Sonic. Yeah, he looks like a Mr. Electric from a Sharkboy and Lava Girl. Oh <laughs> God. And uh, yeah, he looks like that. And uh, that's Modoc. What? So what can he do? He's very smart. He can shoot lasers. He's handicapped, though. He, he, he got legs. Can, can, isn't he <laughs> telepathic? Telepathic? He's tele- yeah, that's like, what I say. He yeah, he's, yeah, he's also, he's also telepathic. Okay so, okay, so that makes up for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's also telepathic. Yeah. Nothing nothing against handicapped people, by the way. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like his little legs. Yeah. Like, yeah. His little legs is going like, eh, eh. Yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. But, uh, there's a, yeah, but Modoc's in the movie. And then surprisingly, last I think last night, the script, not the script, but like it was like it just like dialogue captions mm-hmm. from the movie, from the sub movie subtitles, subtitles that leaked last night. And it confirmed some theories about some things, which is interesting. I haven't really looked too deep into it, but I just, but I did see the ending, the leak <laughs> ending of the movie. I'm kind of like, oh, okay, that's where you're all going with this. Okay. I'm not going to say it here. I don't want to ruin it for anybody that's excited for it. Spoiler. I'm not going to say it, John. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I got the other what, what, that is, what is, what is, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Ant-Man and the Wasp's uh, script leaked last night. It was on, it was like on Reddit. Oh yeah, Ant Man and the Wasp. Oh, there it is, right there. Script leak. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see here. Oh, it's deleted, you bastards! I saw it. I saw it last night before it got pulled. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, I was like, okay, you're going there a bit. That's interesting. Because but I don't know how the rest of the film is gonna be. But yeah. Hmm. But yeah. So that's my thought. Ant Man, Quantum I think is gonna be fine. It's gonna be a perfectly fine movie. I was more excited to see Jonathan Majors play play a Kang. He's a yeah, he's a, he's a great villain in the comic books. They might be overpowering him in this in these movies, but it'd be interesting to see what they do with it. And so is he a wasp? <laughs> he's a uh, <laughs> oh, Kang. He's like a what? What is why is that? I just read the comic section for uh, the the leak the leak thing. Yeah, and uh, somebody said I'm not even kidding. It's a spoiler alert. Modoc is hung. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! And that's, oh God! I'm sorry. I just Modoc is hung. <laughs> but Kang is is like he's a time traveling supervillain. Okay. And and it looks like in this movie he has fought the Avengers multiple times and killed them multiple times because of his time traveling powers. So where was he when Thanos needed help? He was in the quantum. <laughs> 
just in the quantum realm. He's just watching Thanos get his ass whooped. I, uh, <laughs> well, apparently that's how that's how those, that timeline was supposed to go. Thanos was supposed to die and get his ass beat. And then because he's from like a Kang. different, he's like from, he's from a different, uh, different dim- dimension. Yeah. yeah, dimension. Like as in like. Yeah, <laughs> Jamal's face. Like, just, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a headache. Jamal, no, no more, no more simple Marvel movies. Now he's getting into the complex multiverse. Yeah, like, of like, just leave me at Black Panther. Yeah. Yeah, fine. <laughs> I might check in on Spider Man here. <laughs> if X Men ever decides to fucking want to, they show up. Yeah, I'm just waiting for the Fantastic Four to come in with Krasinski. No. That will not happen. Not on my not on my planet. I don't know. On this podcast, we seem to will things to into existence. But he's officially not happening. There's a he's officially happening. Not happening. <laughs> no, stop it. He's happening. Don't do this. He's happening. But no uh, dick. But the current. What, what are you? <laughs> what's wrong with you? <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry, Caden. <laughs> yeah, the dude so much. Yeah, he's like, I'm not editing all that shit. Oh, God. It's like five hours. <laughs> but then, like, <laughs> God. But then, uh, Jesus Christ. But no, the front runners right now for playing Mr. Fantastic is either Diego Luna or Adam Driver. <laughs> Which is like, better, both of them better than Krasinski. Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Jim Face. <laughs> Asian Jim. <laughs> Anderson but, but yeah, let's move. Oh, no, it was it. No, it was. I, I, Is it Anderson, Anderson Park? <laughs> what? God. Is it Anderson Park at Mr. Fantastic? <laughs> <laughs> What's, this, what's that thing he says? Oh, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell me that I fly. <laughs> okay, anyways, let's move on to Bo's Afraid. Man. The trailer for that. I love Joaquin. I don't is, know. Oh, yeah, this is the new A24 movie directed by Ari Aster. New horror, horror comedy. I don't know if I like this one. You know, if you like this one, I, I I'm I'm gonna have to watch the trailer again because he's like playing multiple stages, I think, right? Yeah. And but then it just starts. I'm like, okay, it's Joaquin A24. It's gonna be something good, and it still could be. Yeah. And then it, and then he just starts going into some weird shit, and I'm like, what? Yeah. Is going on? I'm very. Oh, go go ahead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You want to go, Jonathan? Or I was just going to say, I only know Ari Aster. Yeah. Ari Aster from Midsommar. Because yeah. he's the one who directed Midsommar. And so. Ever seen Hereditary? Oh, and Hereditary. Yeah, I yeah. forgot that was, that was him too. So I've seen Hereditary and Midsommar only from him. And like Jamal said, when the trailer first released, I watched it. Thought it was interesting, but didn't quite get it at first. Because of like you know everything that was going on, then I saw the name Ari Aster and I was like, oh, so it's gonna be maybe like a horrorish elements to it, but I'm kind of excited to see it. Yeah, this one, this one has been one of my most anticipated bits because Ari Aster involved in Walking Phoenix. That just sounds like a match made in hell. <laughs> you have me. You have me in the first half. No, that's the no, that's the that's the best way. Yeah, that's the best yeah. way to describe it. Because they, they, mm. those are both chaotic minds. 
But but yeah, very very much looking forward to this movie because this is a script that Ari Aster has been working on for years. I think even before mm. like Hereditary and Midsummer, mm. and he described it as his four hour comedic <laughs> tragedy, like horror comedy. I don't know. I don't think it's gonna actually be four. It's gonna be closer to three. <laughs> I know, huh? <laughs> but I just think it's time re- to train my bladder again. I think it's really. <laughs> I think it's really cool to see just this like this like kind of like this kind of like nightmares delving into like someone's past, mm. and then like them them being like kind of afraid of everything, <laughs> and like you and you get to see. I'm assuming you get to see why he's afraid of everything throughout. The, yeah. the whole movie and I feel like a lot of shit that's happening is just in his head yeah I kind of got the yeah. glimpse yeah. of like a, is it agoraphobic or people that are like afraid yeah, to be social go people yeah going outside and stuff like yeah. that so I feel like a lot of this stuff is going to happen through his mind mm-hmm. and you'll see like a lot of it projected throughout the film but like he's probably just in that house maybe That'd be interesting. Yeah, this is, yeah. <laughs> the house still, or is it, or is it, or you just find out he's just going across the street. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'd be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to, I'll have to watch it again. The mm-hmm. trailer, but yeah, I don't think, I don't think the runtime hasn't been a fit. But I know he originally intended it to be four hours long. That's too long. It's just very long. <laughs> That's just too long. Man. Okay, one hundred and seventy nine minutes. So basically three hours. All right. It, I guess that's becoming the new thing. Do you guys think that any movie should be made four hours? No. But with the exception of there being a what do you call it, like a like a in a in a play in inter intermission yeah, intermission. Yeah, I think they should they should definitely bring intermissions back. Cause yeah. I feel like because I feel like I wouldn't mind watching a movie three hours or four hours because I've seen like four hour movies before, like the good ones. Like Lawrence of Arabia and shit. And was that uh, good? Huh? Was that good? Yeah, it was a great movie. <laughs> but, I thought it was okay. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a great movie. But it was uh, ass cheeks. A, oh, <laughs> you, you didn't like that one? That shit was ass cheeks. Oh my you god! Remember watching it in class? Oh my god! We're gonna have a debate. Let's remember do, watching oh that in class? God. We're not gonna do <laughs> it today. It. Fucking fell asleep during that shit. <laughs> we're gonna have okay. We're gonna have a whole <laughs> episode where we debate things. Yeah, go ahead. That. Okay. Citizens came. We're getting fuck that shit. <laughs> Fuck that shit, dude. I don't care. <laughs> okay, I won't defend Citizen Kane as hard as I do with Lords of River because I think that's like really a really great movie. Oh, but uh, yeah, we're gonna debate that one, you mm. little some bitch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, four hour movie. I think that's a yeah. I think that's like one of the perf- one of the perfectly paced movie yeah. and everything. I I agree with Alec. If they had like an intermission, yeah, where it's like because then if when we go to the theater and you're watching a three hour movie. It's like, oh shit, I got to piss. Yeah. And now you've now you missed something that may be important to the to the fucking plot. Where it's like, okay, intermission. Hey, go stretch. Go get your snacks. Go take a shit. Whatever you got to do, put some money on the meter. Right. And then you know, and then come back. <laughs> some money on the meter. <laughs> like, you know that. Then it'd be like, all right, cool. Yeah. A little refresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like when you just kind of sit through it and that shit, it just kind of starts to wear on you a little bit. Then you got like movies like Godfather one and two, both both of those are like three hours. I think second one's like over three hours, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but those are like you know, I I, I can watch those any time of the day. And it's like, I'm like I'm, what? what was that? Nah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, if the, if there if there's an intermission, yeah, yeah. I think that's also probably why I kind of lean more towards shows now. 
mm-hmm. because I can take a break. I can I can pick it back up like oh, in a day or two, or you know, yeah, and feel like I don't miss anything. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, this is gonna be a three hour epic. I say I say we just make a fucking six hour movie. Let's <laughs> <laughs> do it, shit. You know. <laughs> uh, I know there's like one movie that was like over twenty four hours long. Who did that? I have to see like, YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> World's longest movie. Oh yeah, the eighty-five hour movie experimental film. No, no, I don't even know if you can watch it. Who was the one that sat down and watched that? <laughs> the Cure for Insomnia. That's what it's called. That's a funny title. <laughs> that's yeah, funny. Yeah, came out in nineteen eighty-seven. Oh, yeah, the eighty-five. Who's watching that? I don't know. Who Where recorded can, all you? of that? Some Where? guy just watching that right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't blinked in like five hours. <laughs> no, no sleeping at all. <laughs> Yeah, those are definitely those kind of movies you have to like get to go for multiple viewings. Could you imagine like trying to rewind something like, oh shit, what happened at like minute fucking 45 and you're on like hour 48? Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah, that's, in- that's insane. Yeah. Could you imagine like the fucking I- the VHS tape that bitch came on? Yeah. At most, I allow a movie to be four hours. That's like the limit for me. Oh, we're gonna make a we're gonna make a five or six hour movie. <laughs> we're gonna break that limit. <laughs> Limits are meant to be broken. It's gonna be just nothing. <laughs> but yeah, the bow's afraid. I'm looking forward to that. We're gonna we're gonna watch that together as a family too. We're gonna make Jamal sit through it. <laughs> Is that official? Yes. God. Not official. <laughs> That's right now. <laughs> <laughs> Scream six. I'll be quick on this one because I think this one could be really good. I think them going to New York makes mm-hmm. it interesting mm-hmm. because there's a lot that you can kind of play on with that. So that looks very interesting. The trailer looks good. So I'm probably excited to watch that one. Yeah. Same. My favorite scene was like when he shot him with the shotgun. Goes and looks not there. <laughs> Goes face with the Beak. blicky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Teleportation. But yeah, I think it's gonna be a real. Fun. It's something to go in an interesting with direction with. They like it looks like they have like a museum of a ghost face, yeah, killings mm. and stuff like that. So there could be like a cult, uh, yeah, ghost face. And it feels like this one is like, like okay, that's kind of actually scary. Mm-hmm. Where like you just don't know what motherfuckers like with a mask on. You're like, what is what is he doing? This guy's dude. This one, this ghost face is brutal. Yeah, more than ever. Yeah, he's got a he's got a fucking. Shotgun just blast. He got the blicky in the fucking liquor store. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that one looks pretty good. But yeah, excited for that one. And then talk about decision to leave. So now, spoiler alert. This is the spoiler alert. But yeah, I suggested this film last week, and this is what I ranked as my favorite film of 2022. Mm. And as uh, directed by a Korean director, directed by Park Chan Wook. And like I said before, he's one of my favorite filmmakers out here and and yeah this movie about a, basically a detective who's on the case following the, the a guy that fell from the top of a mountain and then he solves the mystery it turns out it was his wife that did it but it, but then he's like you know what you're cute <laughs> so always the wife <laughs> you're 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 attracted to me i'm gonna let this slide i'm gonna turn the eye you're gonna turn the eye. eye a bit and we're i'm gonna we're gonna have a bit of an obsession with you yeah for the rest of the movie and yeah and you're gonna keep doing what you're doing <laughs> but yeah what do you guys think of it i enjoyed it mm-hmm. uh I, the the whole premise of it is just very interesting 
of like you said like you just explained where this detective he's figuring out the case and it's like oh you did it and then he just kind of was just like yeah whatever just toss that phone to the ocean yeah like <laughs> so just like okay whatever yeah. mm-hmm. you like ice cream <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm gonna buy you this yeah. box full of shrimp, or whatever like, it was. We're gonna have dinner. <laughs> they had like the most expensive sushi. Or yeah, yeah. Like, so, yeah, sushi. That's what it was. Yeah. Uh, but there were some there were some shots in there, and I texted in a group chat. I was like, "Hmm, <clears throat> that's a fucking beautiful shot." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when they're sitting in the interrogation room, and you know, we've seen an interrogation scene. And yeah. Like, okay. How how many times can you kind of redo that? Exactly. But they they figured out a way to redo it, and it took me like a couple seconds to actually see that they both weren't in focus in the foreground because, like I said, you're just so conditioned to just like, oh, it's in it's in focus exactly. Yeah. But he was in focus in the foreground, and then she was in focus in the back. And I was like, that's fucking crazy. And it switched, yeah, and, yeah. It, and it started to switch, and I was like, that's fucking dope, amazing, yeah. And then I liked the like it, like you said earlier like he's like kind of the king of transitions there were some transitions where it didn't even feel like a transition yeah and it just went to the next scene and you're just like oh shit like when did we get here yeah but i i enjoyed the story i thought it was really good the ending was a, was kind of like eh, because i don't know if she left or if she did i think she decided to leave <laughs> oh, well. put, put the button put the button spoiler okay you messed up <laughs> yeah yeah you had uh, a perfect opportunity to press the laugh one yeah oh what do you think i know yeah anyway okay anyways let, uh, let them squander yeah I, so now it makes sense decision to leave yeah <laughs> so she definitely she definitely she left. made that decision to leave she fucking died but <laughs> she said i'm not leaving the place so you think she i'm died. leaving yeah she definitely died Okay. Yeah, wait, you, 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 don't think Why? you don't think that's what happened? Yeah, that's what I was like. Why, why do you think she did it? <laughs> well, so I know she you did. You bury yourself. Yeah, right. But like, I felt like she got up or maybe I missed mm. it. Oh, okay. No, she died. <laughs> oh, okay. She's buried underneath that, uh, the, the water. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Because I was like, she was running away from him, right? Mm-hmm. And so then he gets there. <clears throat> And then he can't find her, and I'm thinking, well, maybe she, maybe she just had second thoughts and just got up and and fucking left. left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, but you're saying she died, so I'm like, oh, well, all right. She did die, yeah. Well, Jamal's like, maybe, it was, maybe it wasn't as experimental as I thought. But I, but <laughs> yeah, I thought I, I I thought it was good though. It was it was just funny how like she he's chasing the guy, and then she's following him. And then the second time he brings her in, yeah. the, shoot, the sushi's gone, the expensive one. He just brings that bitch a fucking corn dog. And it was like, hmm. Okay. You do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looked cold, too. Like, yeah. That shit didn't look warm oh at all. Oh, God. But, uh, yeah, I would, I would rank it, I would say mid-peak. I'm holding out on my peak status and like a five-star on Letterboxd for something that just like when I watch it, I'm just like, bam. That's instantly peak. But I enjoyed it. I would watch it again. So I give it mid-peak. I like that as well. The shots were very beautiful, especially like when it came to like the the like ocean and water scenes and like the mountain scenes. I thought those were really good. I liked how the camera kept moving around, especially when they were like running the chase scenes and all that. I thought that was all really, really nicely done. And I thought it was, you know, it was an interesting story to tell. 
and liked how when he figured out that you know spoiler alert spoiler that it was her who actually killed her husband the movie doesn't end there you know because a lot of like these detective movies it's like okay try to figure out the murder once you figure it out movie's done you figure out like around like maybe halfway or so that you know oh shit the wife did it but the movie still goes on and it's more of like now you're focusing on like the relationship between the two and stuff like that and like this isn't healthy in a way because you you did something that you swore an oath to do of like being this honorable detective you gave away your your integrity and whatnot and now you're pursuing this side piece <clears throat> sorry this person type of stuff. The, the and, job is a this floozy. This floozy. <laughs> <laughs> floozy. floozy. But uh, I thought what was really good, really uh, an interesting choice was he made her Chinese instead of Korean. And so there was like times when she would speak Chinese and he would like, yeah, hey, Korean, tell me in Korean. Like, I don't understand what you're saying. And they used like the phone to like talk to each other sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And how he was like trying to learn Chinese too type of stuff. I don't know. I just found that pretty cool. What do you give it? Give it like- oh, sorry. <laughs> what would I give it? I would give it definitely a peak. Oh, yeah, peak. You're 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 really you hand out peaks a lot. No, no, no. no. I say like mid peaks to mid. That. <laughs> that one was the peak though. It was beautiful. Okay, so everything, everywhere, all at once, or decision to leave. I would say everything, everywhere, all at once. Man, he just was, because, he really loves that movie. Just because I would like. I wouldn't mind watching that movie again. Not that I wouldn't mind watching Decision Leave either, but it's just, you know, in everything, everywhere all at once, it's more of a feel-good time type of movie. Like, you could just watch it anytime. Like, let's go. Let's watch it. Mm. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, my thoughts on it more is, well, first of all, like, like my favorite country to make movies is Korea. Because I feel like they do make the best shit. In the world. Parasite. <laughs> Parasite. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jonathan. <laughs> but, uh, I know things. Oh my oh yeah. Oh yeah, the biggest one of the biggest movies of the last few years. Yeah. Thank you. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I know I know I know what Avatar is. <laughs> <laughs> I know a movie. But but the thing I love about them is that they blend they did. They they know how to blend comedy, action, romance, even horror mm-hmm. into their work really well, and make it feel like supernatural and like genuine. Not like like some other movies try to do it, where it's just like it just like, they feel like when when some some movies try to do comedy, like it feels like the movie stops. Yeah. In order for them to tell a joke mm-hmm. and then like give audience time to like laugh at a joke, and then it's like and it can like ruin the tension in the scene, stuff like that. But yeah, they but. Yeah, in Korean movies, they know how to really make that feel natural. Like, it's all just kind of meshed together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, they, yeah, with Park Chan-wook, he's, like, more like, hey, what are you doing over there, Jonathan? See, he's, every time I talk, <laughs> no, I'm just trying to he get some never t- listens t- to me. No, I'm just trying to get some tissue. I got some stuff on my nose. <laughs> I was trying to be respectful. I muted myself. Should be respectable that I hear like <laughs> yeah I'm like I'm like what's going on <laughs> anyways but yeah I see like the director Park Chan Wook is like the Korean Hitchcock in a way because hmm. I know I need to I know I need to put y'all on some Hitchcock you 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 un, uneducated fucks 
<laughs> How dare no? Because this is basically his like his take on like something like Vertigo. Because both those movies deal with obsession, mm-hmm. especially yeah, obsession on like a, on like a woman. But then this way, it's more like it's more, and they both deal with like a, like a mental block, like a insomnia. And mm. he did like the main character decision to leave it did dealing with insomnia, and then Vertigo, the main character dealing with Vertigo. Vertigo, yeah. Mm-hmm. And but that that plays into the plot very well. And but the thing about it here is that he's basically doing like a more modern version of it by making it closer connected to technology. Mm. And like one of the scenes that gets me that like I think it perfectly describes the whole movie is like him texting her, <laughs> and you see. And there's like an overlay of like the text bubbles over his face. Yeah. And it's like he's just staring at the phone, just like waiting for her to reply. <laughs> I think that perfectly encapsulates what the whole movie's about. There's like him just being obsessed with her. Yeah. And it's like how like it see it feels like a one sided love, but it's like it's not really. It is more of her just being like the way she is and yeah. not really knowing how to display her feelings to him. But but yeah, and then I like the way the movie uses its its visual is visual motifs of the mountains and the and the water because mm-hmm. like they they say in the quote that's like a quote that them that she says in the movie she quote quotes Confucius and the quote is wise people like water benevolent people like mountains and then she calls it and then she says she's not bene- benevolent so she's she's like water mm. and uh, yeah and then uh, the Jonathan didn't hear that, <laughs> but in a way, the main character, the detective, he's like a mountain because mm-hmm. he likes every, he's like everything to have like finality to it, mm-hmm. like the, the beginning and middle end to a mountain because it rarely changes and everything like that. And then with water, it's like ever changing. Mm-hmm. There's like more more to it than what it seems. It's, it's like it, it evolves constantly, and it's like and it and it and and within the context of romance, it fits perfectly into that that sort of dynamic where you have like offices attract to each other, hmm. that kind of idea to it. But yeah, I really like that aspect. And then just like, there's like water, there's like water, what do you call it? Wallpaper in a room, in their apartment. And then when, mm-hmm. and like stuff, when he's like running out, running after that criminal going up the hill, it's like kind of like him going up a mountain. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. It's yeah. like all, it's kind of like all over the place, symbolism and stuff like that. <clears throat> But yeah, I really like I, like I like when directors do stuff like that. It's like subtle, but like yeah, catch it, you catch it. It's like there's one of those movies that I think needs like multiple viewings. Yeah, to really kind of because I just yeah, it because now you're saying it, I'm like, oh. mm-hmm. hmm. But yeah, it takes there's one of those things that it takes time to digest, really. And I feel like it's funny that he said that he held back on violence and sexual content <clears throat> in this movie compared to his other movies that he's made. Yeah, he's made before, and I, was, I feel like this is like also this. I feel like this movie is also very erotic in how he handles things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially when like he, he pulled out that badass like like chainmail glove thing and grabbed the grab that guy's knife and she's like looking at him and she's like, Oh, yeah, she's like, oh that's a man. <laughs> that's, a man. <laughs> that's a man right there. Yeah, look at that, that like, male. <laughs> I feel like the end of the end of the ending's not violent, but it's like the way it like like hits you with the emotions is like very yeah. violent. And the way that it handles it, because it's like I think it's a very sad ending. Yeah, because like it's like he finally got like got like the idea that she is in love with him. Mm-hmm. But like it's finally when it's too late, she's finally dead. Yeah, yeah. Like she, like it's finally confirmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he found out what like through a 
Was it that recorded? Like a voice note or something? Yeah. yeah. Or no, no. Was it a, a maybe a phone call? Voicemail? Yeah. yeah, voicemail. Yeah. But yeah, by the time he got to that beach, she was gone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what if what if she did leave? She made the decision to leave that beach. <laughs> I don't know. It'd <laughs> be funny, but yeah, but yeah, I give this movie a peek. And for anybody, well, I, I it's my number kidding. one movie of the year, so <laughs> probably not shocking. Well, so, so, so is it peak cinema? Yes. There you go. Okay. Peak that cinema. that yeah. may be the first peak cinema. It's better than everything, everywhere, all at once for me, personally. Oh, well, that's a debate. Yeah. <laughs> that's I mean, a, that's a debate. I mean, it's also, they're like two completely different It movies. is. They are, yeah. <laughs> it is. Oh, don't sit there. Don't sit there and let them talk about your favorite movie of all time. Uh, okay. Like that. You know what? Okay, I can't wait for the debate episode. Oh, he's going to fight me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I should say he's going to attempt to fight me. <laughs> but, but yeah, I gave it a five, five out of five on Letterboxd and highly recommend watching. Park Chan Wook's other films, I feel like you can get a lot out of those just from being entertained. They can learn all kinds of filming techniques and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Smart screenwriting and everything like that. And transitions, man. He knows how to transition the movies. I can't. It's like there's some shit in there. Where it's like, oh, my God. Yeah. It was like, how do you come up? I think he had a storyboard the shit out of it. I'm sure. But yeah, really good stuff there. Nice. And then, oh, uh, yeah, Megan. That's more between me and Jonathan because we both saw it. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't have much to say about Megan. Me personally, I didn't really like it too much. I watched it in theaters, hoping it was gonna be at least something good. It was something definitely interesting. I think I went in there with the uh, notion, thinking it was gonna be like Chucky, Child's Play mm-hmm. type of thing. But and and I had high hopes because of all the like the ratings and all that, the hype behind it. People saying, "Oh, it's like you know." The best thing that's come out or whatever in horror. Who said that? Or something like that. Well, not like the best thing, but it was like different and that <laughs> it wasn't what people had expected. Whatever. whatever, whatever. Uh, I watched it. I fell asleep maybe like halfway through <laughs> and then I woke up when it was like jump scare scenes and then I was like, okay, yeah, this movie isn't as, 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 as good as I thought it was going to be. Definitely different. Not like Chucky. And I'll just end it with saying it's it's for me it's 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 a it's a ass. <laughs> Dude, he even sound like he didn't sound that negative honestly. Yeah, until like that. Yeah, <laughs> he just like slowly. Just like, like, yeah, it's, this is complete garbage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's ass. Uh, that's, that's what I'll give you. Okay, Alec. So- Okay, yeah. So I saw this movie, uh, but I was anticipating it just because just based off the trailer for hitting the Millie Rock, (laughs) 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 whatever she was doing, and to uh, Taylor Swift. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that was to Taylor Swift. (laughs) (laughs) But but yeah, I expect like Jonathan. It was gonna. It's more like a modern, updated version of Chucky Child's Play, the Child's Play movies and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Just not as good. I feel like it's not as good as that, but I do feel like this is a really solid, solid, fun horror movie. Because, like, even though I would have liked it more if they kept it R rating like they were supposed to, but then they saw the hype on TikTok getting like a lot of attention and they were like, okay, let's make it PG 13 to get these kids in. Because I was like, you stupid asshole. <laughs> just, make it, just make it rated R. <laughs> give, me, give me my bloody. Give me my bloody yeah. horror movie because uh, press a spoiler alert. I'm gonna talk about something. Spoiler alert. But uh, there's a there's a scene where Megan kills the boss of the main character mm-hmm. and 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 what do you call it an elevator. Yeah. And and, and the, the assistant is right there too, and she kills him. 
But in the uh, they she just stabs both of them. Yeah, and then they like, they kind of cut away from both of their deaths a bit. You don't really see you don't like really see you just it. see like a glimpse maybe, but mm-hmm. you don't really see like yeah. it happening. But in the there's there's an R-rated cut coming out soon on, oh. on Blu-ray and 4K and stuff like that. Hmm. And you see, and in the original cut, she cuts off the boss's head. Yeah, tosses it into the into the elevator with the with the with the uh, stint, mm-hmm. and then she's like, and then she like just completely obliterates like the guy's face, like, like stabbing him in the mouth and stuff like that, and it's like making it really way more gory than it looked before. Mm. And then like the neighbor that got killed, you, yeah, 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 like, yeah, she melted it. You didn't see her face getting melted off, but in the original cut, you see her face get melted off. Okay, see, that's the stuff I want out of these. <laughs> Right. I want to see. See, uh, look, you're gonna give maybe, me a movie about a killer doll. You better give me some. Shit. Maybe that's what I. Maybe that's what I expected. It would just felt toned down. It was like, toned that's down was a bit in the violence. Yeah. But I think the script is pretty good. Itself is pretty good. Cause I'm like the whole movie. Because I like one of the things I like about certain movies is like you can be like this certain thing on the surface, but it can also be like about this. Yeah. This thing about this certain thing in the subtext. Yeah. Yeah. It can be more than that, like how Rocky. On the surface, it's a movie about a boxer, but in a deep down, that movie that movie is basically a love story between him and Adrian. Mm-hmm. That's what it's ultimately about. And uh, but this movie is more about like young the children's sisters. codependency on uh, technology mm. and like how the you know kids nowadays have like glued to their glued, fucking glued iPad. to their iPads yeah. and stuff. And I and and it is worrying because it's like you're not really like a getting a, like a real human connection with anybody outside right. of that. You're getting like a, a you're getting like an experience that's meant. Mm-hmm. To like entertain you instead of like giving you like nuances that a he- real human being can give. Yeah, and it's more about that. And I like the whole sister relationship because at the beginning of the movie, there's like a this little girl, her her family and her her parents are in the snow. They're in the car together, and uh, they get into a car accident, and the parents end up dying for, in the car accident. Hmm. And uh, so then, so then she she has no no parents anymore. So then they have to give her to, I believe it's her sister's kid. Yeah, so that's her like aunt. She yeah, it's her aunt. aunt. Yeah, it's her aunt. Yeah, and yeah, they give her to her aunt, who's like who works at this toy toy company, mm-hmm. and she she's the one that ends up building Megan for her to like have somebody because she never had kids before. Yeah, so she doesn't really know how to like interact with her really too much, right. and, and like you know really talked about her what happened to her to, to her parents. So she's like, okay, I'll build I'll build this toy. To like talk to her and do and then talk to her about stuff or anything and play with her and stuff like that stuff I can't do because I'm like either I don't know how to connect with her or I'm just too busy because I'm actually building toys to make money right stuff like that. <laughs> and but basically yeah I feel like it's in, I feel like it's important to like talk to kids about certain things that they don't understand quite too much what happened to them because she's like this girl's going obviously going for like severe like grieving mm-hmm. PTSD for majority of the movie. And I feel like it's important to like, you know, then, you know, there's, there's going to be times where kids have to like grow up faster than they have to. And uh, she's talking to her, to her, to her, we call it niece about death towards the end of the movie and like trying to like apologizing about like not, not talking about it, this stuff before. And it's like, it's like, I don't know, the stuff like that is pretty touching to see mm-hmm. in a movie. I just don't really get to see it in a horror film. Yeah. It's like there's little human moments. So that was like really interesting to me. Hmm. I think, I think it's still a fun movie overall. You get some, you still get some cool deaths and you get like, yeah, good character stuff like that. And, uh, you know, watching her dance was funny. <laughs> everybody, everybody in my theater was laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. And they're making a Megan too. 
Oh, Megan huh. 2.0 that's gonna come out in 2025, I believe. Already, so. yeah. Yeah, they're like, they're like, yeah, we're gonna get this. I'm, mm-hmm. I, I feel like it was like it made over a hundred million dollars worldwide already. I mean, the trailer alone is definitely like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, it's like Uncanny Valley doll girl. Yeah. So I can, I can see. Yeah, that. it cost 12 million dollars to make. And they made made a hundred and twenty four million dollars yeah. worldwide. So last week it was hit. just nine point eight million success. Yeah, it's a huge hit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so yeah, definitely come back to that shit. Yeah, it's currently it's the highest grossing movie this year already <laughs> of twenty twenty two until Cocaine Bear comes out. Yeah, until Cocaine Bear makes money. But yeah, I like Megan. I'll give it a I'll give it a peak mid. It's like, like about three and a half stars, like around there. Is that even mm. a, is that even a thing? Is it? Did that peak mid? Mid peak, mid peak, mid peak. Oh yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm like peak mid <laughs> backwards. <laughs> I'm sorry. My it's bad. Good, it's good. It's good. But yeah, but yeah, I'll get a mid peak. Oh, I enjoyed okay. the movie quite a lot. It's a good dark horror comedy. All right. So yeah. now that uh, what do you think about that, Jonathan? Huh? You still think his ass? Meet me outside, man. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just Meet me kidding. Outside. Yeah, I'm help. Beat your own. <laughs> <laughs> gotta run you over. <laughs> but last on the docket mm-hmm. for this one. Yeah, I know, folks. <laughs> Great episode. <laughs> the Last of Us. So if you've been living under a rock, not the rock, but a rock, <laughs> The Last of Us show that premiered on HBO last Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To massive numbers. Yes. It was the second largest debut only to House of Dragons, I believe. Mm. Yes. So The Last of Us is, as Alec was saying, it's an adaptation of a video game from Sony. It's like a post-apocalyptic pandemic type world. Mm -hmm. And the show for me was one that I was really looking forward to because it's, I played the game like a little bit and the game was great. And they they definitely like recreated that kind of opening scene of the game almost to a T, hmm. and it was pretty. We've we've all watched it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. And it's, to me, it's going to be fucking huge. Mm-hmm. And I had texted Alec, and I told him I was like, "Man, or I think I did it in the group chat." Yeah, and you just didn't reply back. As I, I, I did later. Anyway. He probably the next day. Yeah. <laughs> later. Like the next day he chimes in. Hey. But I was like, it I was like, it's crazy that yeah, they promoted it, but they didn't like really push it. Heavily. Yeah. And then I was like, but watch now before the next episode, you're gonna see that shit everywhere. And then literally Monday saw that shit everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, Oh shit, we fucked up a little bit. And now they're really getting behind it. And I think it's going to be probably one of the biggest shows of the year. Mm-hmm. And we're only in January. So that tells you like how good it is. Just like, what's the name? What's the fucking, what's the guy's name? Like Minga? Yeah. Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal. Mm-hmm. He's, he's great. Yeah. He's yeah. a great actor. He's Super great. great. Yeah. The girl is solid. He is a daddy and <laughs> he's a daddy in space and and, and, and the apocalypse. And the apocalypse. <laughs> and this one, oh, I was going to spoil it. Uh, and she dies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he just blurted out. But yeah, it's a man, I I can't wait to watch a new one tonight. I it's just it looks great. The story is there, and I think for a video game, this is the one that 
is translates perfect mm-hmm. to like movie or TV show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I give it, I give the first episode peak. And I was just talking about, oh, it's got to fucking wow me. But this did. Like, this this is going to be solid. This is going to yeah. be big. It's going to be big. Mm-hmm. Same. I fell in love with it. I've heard a little bit about the, the game. My brother, Lil J, he's super into video games. He oh, yeah, told me I, all about it. Both of y'all haven't played the game? I played, I, little, I played it a little bit. Mm. Yeah, I haven't played it at all, but Lil J was like, Super excited about the 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 show because I think he's played the video game or like has heard of it and all that. And was telling me about it, which you in turn it? got me hype. I have. I'm actually replaying it right now. And I so probably, I should probably play it. My my rating, I would definitely rate it a peak as well. It was really well. And not knowing anything about the the video game, and I asked him, was like, should I watch like the gameplays or like the story and on YouTube or should I just watch the show? So what do you guys think? How about just played the game. I I mean okay I'll try playing the game but I, I but I do <laughs> you think coward watching this cutscene I was, sco- I was scared <laughs> but I do think that's like one of the great things about it yeah is that if you haven't played the game you can just watch it and it just feels like a show yeah mm-hmm. you know what I mean but like the people who have played the game it's like oh yeah I I remember that mm-hmm. so yeah but yeah I really liked the, I really liked the first episode for it too I played the game before. And I'm replaying it right now, actually. And uh, a lot of the first episode, they recreate a lot of things from like at least like the first, I don't know, hour or two of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's like some lines that are verbatim from the game as well. And uh, there's characters that sound almost exactly like mm-hmm. the ones from the game, like Joel and Ellie, of course. And then his brother Tommy sounds dead on like he does in the game, which is crazy. I know they did that on a purpose. Because <laughs> I know the, the game's creator is involved with the writing of the show. Good, mm-hmm. good, good. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's certain things that they'd added to the show that I think benefited it, like the opening with the uh, that scientist talking yeah. about the uh, talking about like what's going to happen, what's gonna, basically going to happen in the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. And that was a very like haunting way to open the open the show for sure. I think that was great. Yeah. And then, and then when they have that, uh, they're driving through the town, and they're trying to escape. And in the game, it's like a, a car crash that like like tilts their car over, and they allude to that with the car passing by. But then they turn back into like the whole ass plane <laughs> crashing into yeah. the town, which means like okay, that's like an even better, yeah, yeah. even better way to do it because like that's more like that but stakes a lot. That's mm-hmm. Like shit's really going down. Yeah, it, <laughs> like, the world is literally d- dying around <laughs> you <laughs> like as the, you're walking and running fucking, around. The suspense of that shit was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fantastic, and yeah, they and yeah, I feel like it's a really good, it's a really good adaptation of where I feel like this game is like gonna be accurate. Like take things from the game in a way where it's like, okay, this is very familiar, but in the next couple of episodes, we're gonna do something different because I know they're gonna add new characters to it, yeah, mm-hmm. and the new elements that we haven't seen before because you know, in a video game, is very much a one person perspective kind of thing, mm-hmm. and 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 the TV show, you can see it from other people's perspectives, right? Too so, and yeah, and I I think Pedro Pascal doing a great job, and Bella Ramsey, they were in Game of Thrones, they played Lady Mormont. Yeah, they were like one of the highlights of that series, mm. and uh, yeah, and uh, they're doing a great job in the show for sure as Ellie, and I like her dialogue in it. It's really funny. <laughs> she, like, what the fuck? Yeah, she's, she's pretty funny. <laughs> ah, shit, I'm outside. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, and the ending and the implications of uh, 
of Ellie seeing like the the brutal display of violence Joel puts on, I feel like that's going to be an implication for the rest of the series. Because he beat the shit out yeah, of Yeah, that was for really what good. the character that she becomes later on down the line. I'm not going to spoil it for sure, but like, yeah, it's very interesting where it leads. Yeah. <laughs> very okay. interesting where it leads. Okay, okay. And uh, before I'm going to go into something else, but like, I'm going to give this, this first episode a peek. Mm-hmm. I hope it continues for the rest of the series for sure. Because there's a new episode actually coming out in a few hours tonight so hopefully it keeps up that momentum yeah and i do want to like compare it because the last of us is made by the same company as a naughty dogs the company that made last of us yeah and they also made the uncharted games and the reason why and like video game adaptations have a horrible notorious for uh their track record of being asked every time they turn into a movie right this is like Resident Evil, and then like I don't know Mortal Kombat, and then like a Mortal the first Mortal Kombat one, the yeah, original one, yeah. and then what well, the other one Doom, the Doom movie was terrible. It's like all kinds of terrible video game movies. Super Mario, Super Mario, <laughs> so like, yeah, back in the nineties. Yeah, that, the yeah, VH, that was terrible. VHS one. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, but then, uh, Street Fighter. Re- yeah, re- yeah, oh yeah, and then uh, recently the shift is turning a bit. But last year when it came out with Uncharted, because Uncharted is one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah, same. And then when they they made Nathan Drake into Tom Holland, I was just like, okay, so this is, <laughs> this this is what, what y'all doing? doing with it. You're making it. To, you see, it's the same thing where I have a problem with things where it's like you're fitting the world of this game around the actor. Mm. Like you're making it, you're making it more comfortable for him instead of like making yeah. it more, you know, you're like, serve you're the like, purpose, serve, serve the source yeah. material instead of like serving this actor. Exactly. He's just giving a vehicle to because he's a hot name right now. Yeah. Mm. I mean, you can, you can put a hot name in there, but just yeah. make it actually like accurate to the game and everything. And I felt like I was watching like an, a, a fan film cosplay of Uncharted and I was actually watching Uncharted movie. Right. And I feel like, I don't know. I feel like the Charter could be a big ass franchise if they didn't like do it like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, with this one, this uh, feels like a perfect adaptation in the way where they follow, they follow the blueprint of the game pretty spot on and perfectly. And then after that, you can just do whatever you think is best to tell the story in a television format. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're, mm-hmm. so this is, this is the show that we're all watching together. Yes. So we had been trying to get that going yeah. for a while. And then this one just kind of just fell into place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's actually perfect. So, right time. So this will, so we'll probably be giving more kind of reviews on it, more in depth mm-hmm. as the show goes on. Yeah. And, and, and giving our thoughts and things like that. Yeah. But uh, Jonathan has the next film to suggest for us to watch. Yes. So I gave it much thought, but Did you? I think, Yeah. Because I wasn't sure. Like I want, I want to pick something that we haven't seen. Because I could have picked something that I haven't seen, and maybe Jamal hasn't seen. But I Alec mean, is always up to date with everything that comes I was out. I say so. technically, no. I seen the movie you're suggesting, and no one has seen it yet. How do? You, how have you seen it? I said, and I said, no. Oh one yeah, has yeah, seen it yet. yeah. So I was, came up yeah, with I was the brilliant. Like, wait, how did you see it? I haven't seen it. Yeah. So I came yeah. up with the brilliant idea of watching Shotgun Wedding, which stars J Lo. Well, uh, I forgot the other name. Josh Duhamel. Josh Duhamel. What? Josh Duhamel. Josh Duhamel. And also has our great friend and actor, Ray. So uh, support him. Friend of the show, Ray Mamuda. Yes. (laughs) Ray, you're going to get your shirt, man. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to get your shirt, bro. We're a couple of episodes late to turn in that shirt, but you'll get it. 
But yes, in order to support Ray, I decided that we should watch Shotgun Wedding. And I know Alec hasn't seen it yet because it hasn't come out. And the other day I was watching YouTube and saw that J-Lo was promoting it. So that's how I got the idea of like, okay, let's watch Shotgun Wedding. And it should be coming out this Friday, if I'm not mistaken, on Amazon Prime. You saw that on her TikTok? I'm sure you follow? I don't. But yes, yeah, uh, we are watching Shotgun Wedding, and next episode we'll talk about it. All right, cool. Yeah, well, folks, it was a long one. <laughs> another long one. Lo- another That's long. That's fine. One. Okay. Yeah, that means we're getting comfortable for sure. <laughs> <laughs> People probably checked out after Gabby's interview. They're like, oh, we don't know anything. That's going on. These idiots. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's another one in the books, mm-hmm. and uh, you know we'll be back and. That's that's it, man. That's all we got. Go do something with your life. Yeah. All right. See you guys. Bye.